Hello and welcome to the BNB podcast episode 54. It's the E3 special, Matthew. It is. It is three E's that, well, as I said earlier, it's not really electronics anymore. It's just video games. And, well, it's well, electronic entertainment, so I'm assuming it means video games in that, like, electronic entertainment, not like... Not all electronic. Yeah, it's not like yeah. you're going there for a toaster. Well, no, nah, but, like, it doesn't really do, like... I feel weird being this way around, but so I've got to do it so I can use the laptop. Uh, well, it's fine. There's just not it's, enough space. My laptop's too, my, too big. It'll do. And normally, normally you're in charge of this shit, but I'm in charge of this shit today. You are, because you're the one keeping up with E3 and catching me up rather than the other way around. Yeah, so weird. I've got a few E3-related things that have come about since, but I've also got what has been announced by every show. Would you like to start with some X, 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 Xbox news? We, we can, and... Uh, Again, this one's going to have a lot more Xbox in than PlayStation, which is weird. Mainly because PlayStation weren't yeah, there they, this year. Yeah, not they're, they they're currently releasing a few trailers on their YouTube uh, so are channel. So are they doing stuff sporadically then? Yeah, it's yeah. sort of like a Nintendo Direct, but not by the looks of it. So okay. they're just releasing little bits and bobs. We'll we'll go over that on the next podcast or whatever, if it's uh, pertinent. Um, so Microsoft's big announcement mm-hmm. uh, was... The release of the upcoming Project Scarlet, mm-hmm. which is their new, more even powerful Xbox. Yeah, so it's like the next gen Scorpio, I suppose, because the Scorpio is be- well. What they say was four times more powerful than the Xbox One X. Yes, that's what their quote was. That's, I mean, quantifying what makes it four times more powerful exactly is is weird. But we can go through what exactly it is going to be better at. Um, so what 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 sort of specs is it going to have compared to the Xbox One X? What's it going to be able to output? Uh, well, it's having, an SS, it's having an SSD drive. Yep, so that's your standard um, solid-state drive storage that we said would probably yep. happen. Which, you know, n- not only for... Um, it, it's it, it's good in many ways. The main two, one, it's access speed or read-write speed um, is far better. The downside to it is that the lifespan of an SSD is generally shorter than a H- H- hard disk drive um, because of, you are limited on read-write cycles. But to be fair, if you're downloading like a, a 100 gigabyte game or whatever and then you leave it on for six months, you're not reading and writing much to that. I mean, yeah, there's updates and stuff, but you're not reading and writing to a big chunk of it. So it should be fine. Um, and then the other thing is it's obviously because it's solid state it doesn't have mechanical parts so it's one less thing to fail not that I can say that a hard drive in a console of mine has ever failed but no you just jinxed it yeah probably I'll go home and they'll all be uh, failed it's going to have an AMD Zen 2 technology based GDDR6 memory based uh, core or whatever that is processor that's what it is. Uh, yeah that's the uh, CPU is it there's yeah a... so the processor is an AMD Zen 2 sorry and yeah. the uh, the memory is GDDR6 yeah so GDDR6 is basically the top spec memory you can get for PCs at the moment um, most people have probably got um, GDDR4 or DDR4 RAM yeah um, uh, 6 I think is, is basically the top end stuff at the moment um, the Zen 2 is uh, AMD's brand new CPU technology so that's 
basically top end. Yeah. Um, whether you want to go into the fight over Intel versus uh, AMD or NVIDIA over AMD, that's up to you. But yeah, that's top end again. It says it will be capable of resolution and frame rates we've never seen before. Okay, so what are these? Are these 127? Uh, it's expected to do 8K visuals Okay. Uh, uh, with accelerated ray tracing, which we discussed on the previous podcast very briefly. Yeah. And it will support variable frame rates of up to 120 frames per second. Okay, so certain games might support 120 standard and some might up and down, average out a bit lower. Um, ah, the noise. Um, yeah, so that's, uh, again, I'd, I think 8K, if the 8K is the standard, I think that's probably more than I thought it would be. I thought 4K would be standard with 8K as possibly a, an option later on down the line for an, ups, up, an upgraded model or certain games can run it, whatever. But if they can do 8K... 8K at up to 120 fps that's not bad i think the if they're doing 8k standard i think you'll get 60 fps standard and then certain games in certain sections will be able to upscale because if you want higher for, for a higher resolution you've got to basically drop your frame rate a little bit otherwise it, the, the cpu and the gpu will start chugging um even if it's the brand new stuff so yeah that again yeah looks promising they only really announced one release game for it which is a new halo mm-hmm. halo infinite yeah, which the trailer looked very pretty, but as uh, Ben uh, pointed out on uh, Triple Jump, the all pretty much all of the trailers on the Microsoft Showcase were all in-game CG or cutscenes. Yeah, there was no. They all basically said no game, not game no gameplay game footage. footage. Yeah. So yeah, it looked pretty, but you could have just yeah. rendered that up on a for on a really powerful PC, which, which to which be fair, they probably have yeah. done because they probably haven't got a working prototype. Of the Scarlet, yeah. yeah. Um, it is scheduled for the end of 2020. Yeah. Uh, it will be fully backward compatible with every generation of the previous Xbox. All the way back to original. All the way back to original. Good, good. Which um, They haven't mentioned a price yet, have they? No. People, I've been, I watched, um, I did actually the first day, because they were first day, weren't they, Xbox? Yes. Um, I watched Austin Evans, who's a YouTuber, do a bit of a Q&A with people who are in the know and big fans and that and ask how much they think it'll be the consensus was somewhere between about $500 and $600 average sort of thing so that's about just under 500 quid something which I think is probably fair yep. considering the technologies in it I think you know about 500 quid seems fair um, some people said they would they would pay up to $700 $800 that you know those are probably the people who are a bit more engrossed in the Xbox thing Um so yeah, I would, I would, I think the PS5. When we know any more details about that, will probably be a bit more expensive. Yeah, talking of but... backward compatibility, before we get on to what else they announced the mm-hmm. show, they announced uh, shortly afterwards that the last batch of backwards compatible games are being released for the Xbox One. Okay, so this they're not doing any more after. They're this. not doing any more after this, but that will take it up to like six hundred games between the original Xbox and three sixty that are all backwards compatible on the Xbox One. That's fine. Well, I'm not too fussed either way because I've got my uh, Xbox 360, so that. So on stuff, so. the original Xbox, the last games that you'll be able to use backwards compatible are Armed and Dangerous, Indiana Jones and the Emperor's Tomb, Sinks and the Curse Mummy, uh, which is getting a remaster, I think, at some point. I'm sure mm-hmm. I saw that. Uh, a bunch of Tom Clancy games, all the Splinter Cells, basically Splinter Cell from Splinter Cell, uh, the first one, all the way through to Double Agent, mm-hmm. and then Unreal Championship 2, the Landroid Conflict, and then 360 has had Azura's Wrath. Battlefield 2, Modern Combat, Enchanted Arms, Enslave Odyssey to the West, as I always bang on about, which is a really mm-hmm. good game. Far Cry Classic, Far Cry Instincts Predator, Infinite Undiscovery, which I'm pretty sure has had a remaster recently anyway. Peter Jackson's King Kong, the official game of the movie. The Prince longest of, title ever. Yeah. <laughs> Prince of Persia, The Forgotten Sands, Skate, Star Ocean, The Last Hope, Super Puzzle Fighter 2 Turbo, 
Syndicate 2 Human and Unreal Tournament 2. It says most of the games are available now, but 2 Human will be added shortly, but it will be free to download. Okay. Because Microsoft Studios own that and the company that <coughs> made it do no, do no, no longer exist. So, so they're just giving it away for free? Yeah. No, that's fair. So everyone get, getting, getting a free Xbox game if you want it. So again, yeah, put it in your account, you may as well. So yeah, we had a, a bunch of trailers uh, being shown at the Microsoft show uh, that they basically, they did the same thing last year where I think they kind of like got some good third-party trailers to show off that before they got shown off at other shows. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we had a look at um, the Outer Worlds uh, trailer, which um, is that one that's sort of Borderlands-like. Yeah. And that's uh, coming out this year. Mm-hmm. October, I think they said, for that one. Uh, yeah, I don't, don't quote me on release dates for most of them. But yeah. uh, uh, most of them are like September, October, if they're coming out this year or March next year. Yeah, I, I noticed the majority I've seen are all 2020 at some point. So. Yeah, it's coming out in October. Mm-hmm. It says there. So, yeah, that's coming out in October. We've got Minecraft Dungeons, where we were like trying to figure out what we could call it. Yeah, it was basically Minecraft and Warcraft. Warcraft. So, we tried Well, to at first it looked like Minecraft and Zelda, but then as soon as I added the multiplayer aspect into it, we were yeah. like, no, this looks more like Warcraft. Yeah, and um, again, it, seem, it seems interesting. It depends if you're into Minecraft that much, yeah. but it did look like an interesting. I mean, take if you're into Minecraft and you like MMOs, it looks like it'd be right up your alley. Yeah. What else we got? Uh, so we got Ninja Theory's next game, which is uh, Bleeding Edge, which is going to be um, a multiplayer battle arena game. Uh, mm-hmm. They, the, the guy who's the lead dev on it, got quoted because people were moaning that, like, because obviously Ninja Theory usually do one player games, mm-hmm. uh, and he was like, "Well, I'm doing this because I think it's really cool, and I want to play it." So, okay, tough basically. Fair. Uh, we got a look at Ori and the Will of the Wisps, which is the sequel to Ori in the Blind Forest, which has a really good soundtrack, but I still haven't played. Uh, that's due out in February 2020. Mm-hmm. Uh, they teased the Blair Witch game, which is apparently coming out in August. Okay. Uh, I think that's a bit late considering the film was how many years old now? Yeah, I'm going to say it's not exactly just been released, has it? Uh, no. Uh, Keanu Reeves is Cyberpunk 2077. We got another cinematic trailer for that one. Yeah, and we got a new meme from it. Yeah, we did. Yes, <laughs> um, we if did. you haven't seen it, go on YouTube and just search Breathtaking. Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order got a trailer. Um, as we know, that is the EA game by DICE. Yes. Is it? No, is, is it, it by DICE? No, it's by the guys that made um, Apex Legends and uh, oh, Respawn. Titanfall, Respawn. Respawn. It's by Respawn Entertainment, and they've kind of robbed bits from all over the place by the okay. looks of it. They weren't very impressed on Triple Jump, but I think it looks all right. I mean, you know, I don't know what you expected from a game that looks basically sounds like it's been cobbled together from bits of all the other games they've cancelled. Yeah, all the single-player so, stuff. We'll, we'll wait until it's out before we judge it, basically. Yeah. But it doesn't look bad. It's very pretty. It looked very pretty but like obviously it was probably running on the top of the range Xbox One X or mm-hmm. whatever uh, Battletoads got a new trailer and looks very cartoony like mm-hmm. incredibly cartoony like basically like a hand drawn cartoon which can only be a good thing um, I wonder if it's going to be as hard as balls and frustrate people as much as the original games uh, some more news on Xbox Game Pass coming to PC and the new Ultimate subscription uh, page is now live so you can go and sign up to that yeah so, so they're going to release it as a standalone PC pass as well aren't they so yeah. you can what if you don't have an Xbox but you want to play the games if they're available on Xbox Game Pass you'll be able to play them on your PC Yeah. or you can get the Ultimate Pass which is for both right that covers yeah. PC and it covers Xbox. Yeah. So yeah. So if again, you go, go and have a look at the details if you are interested in the Game Pass. There's so, quite so, a few so. good games already listed on there if you want to go and check it out. I mean, mm. it's basically a rental service, really. I mean, yeah. if, if if you want to pay that per month for like your Netflix or whatever, but you want to do it for your game. I mean, it, but if if you crack through games that fast, then it's probably worth it for yeah. you. Yeah. If if you play a game for a week and then that's it, you never go back to it. 
Fair yeah. enough. And and uh, as we mentioned, they going back to the console, they uh, Microsoft didn't say anything about multiple consoles, and they didn't say anything about a discless console either. They were very. I think so, I, I saw someone try and ask them about it, and they kind of just sidestepped the question. Um, but yeah, if you do it, if they do end up doing this discless discless console. Um, then you will need your Game Pass probably, yeah. unless you want to download everything and pay it's for everything. It's their way of price. taking on Google's Stadia, Stadia and whatever yeah. else is, the Apple one and all these other mm. streaming ones. I still don't think the technology is quite there yet for these. And a lot of places are going to struggle to do streaming games. Yeah, I, I think it's... It, it... Like my internet today was struggling to load the fucking YouTube video, so... I mean, it, the only place that I know in the world which you're pretty much guaranteed to get internet ever is Japan. If you go there, your internet speeds are horrendously fast, and and you can get Wi-Fi or well, mobile had, network. In. They had one terabyte connection twenty years ago. Yeah, like they're ridiculous there. In the US, it's patchy. Like if you it's, go to like the cities, it's probably all right. But yeah, but and the UK is just generally behind. I yeah, find. like some places are good, and some like I said, like I can only have Sky Broadband here, and it is mm. poor. Like we were watching YouTube videos today, and they they drop in and out of resolution, and it'll say loading. It was horrendous trying to watch the Champions League final on YouTube because it just it couldn't hack it. Like it really couldn't because the amount of traffic that was obviously trying to watch it on YouTube the other side, which is partly that fault, but also partly because my internet's so dog shit. Mm. It's why I can't do any Twitch streaming here, which is what something I would have liked to have, have done. Yeah. So hopefully when we move, I can get something with a bit more oomph so I can actually do some streaming because we've got um, the best Sky broadband I can have this area, which isn't the best Sky broadband that they do. But it's just the best you can get it's just here. The best I can get in mm. this house because they don't provide it to this house. It's, so I mean, it's, it's really the, the internet broadband connections are really weird in the UK. Like Mark, in his old house, he's probably going to correct me on this, but I'm sure in his old house it was okay once he like sorted his subscription out to Talk Talk, and then he's gone across to the other side of the, of the village basically, which is like less than a mile, and he's, he's speeds are dog shit. Like, because yeah, he's nearer his parents, and he knew that his parents had dog shit speeds back in the day. So it's really like weird. Like you can say, "Oh yeah, this place gets good internet," but literally half of it might get good, and the other half might get shit. So anyway, uh, I'm not going to list everything from the from all of the conferences because we'll be here forever. But like stuff that I find interesting. So yeah. uh, Wasteland Three is co- is coming to Xbox One. Obviously, um, at some point it'll come to other platforms as well, unless it's been a dual release. Yeah. Uh, the Wasteland games are quite good. They're Basically, by the guys that invented the original Fallout series. Okay, the, so, the PC stuff. Yeah, these are the isometric ones, which yeah. play like Baldur's Gate or a bit like um, old school XCOM. Mm-hmm. They're really good. Like, I've got Wasteland 2 downstairs on the PS4. They're quite good if you like those sort of RPGs. They've got a lot of love put into them, a lot of lore and stuff. So, if you like that sort of thing, they're really good. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a new Lego Star Wars game coming. Okay. Which crams in all nine films into one Lego Star Wars game. That's going to be a lot of uh, story to get in, but okay. Yep. Um, Microsoft have gone about buying more studios, and they've bought Double Fine. Okay, so what a Double Fine? So Double Fine for? is Tim Schafer. Uh, okay. It's the guy who invented Monkey Island. Okay. Uh, games they've done are like Brutal Legend. Mm-hmm. Uh, they did a, ga- a game called The Cave. They've done a lot of like. If you look back on their like, if you look back at their catalog, there'll be a lot of stuff where you're like, oh, I didn't realise they did that. They do. Really fun indie games, basically. Okay. Uh, Brutal Legends is probably one of the, the best ones that they've done, and most well-known ones, even though it didn't do very well. And so they're a first-party studio name. They're, they're a first-party studio. So party will that make Double Fine Games exclusive? Uh, to Microsoft, possibly, but like Microsoft have made... Um, they bought... Uh, what's it called? Didn't they? The Minecraft people. Yeah, and they still release on And they PS4, still release yeah. on everything else, because that Minecraft... Uh, dungeons when yeah. they at the end of the trailer they showed that it was 
uh, steam and then they kept putting extra platforms yeah. on there. So yeah. Plus, teasing, they've got yeah. this new cosy relationship with Ninty, haven't they? Which we'll yeah. discuss later. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, there's a new Dragon Ball Z um, action RPG coming called Kakarot, which is obviously going to be based on Goku because that's Goku's yeah. um, Saiyan name. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've got a trailer for Gears 5, which showed that they're getting a character pack from Terminator. Dark Fate, the new Terminator film. That's not out yet. Okay. So that's Something. weird. Um, le- um, there's Lego Speed Champions expansion coming to Forza Horizon 4. Yeah, so if, if you've you- got Forza Horizon 4, you can now get a Lego DLC, effectively. Um, which is weird. I used to play Lego Racers, yeah. so I'm imagining it like that, but I don't know, whatever. Um, okay, so that that's just been released on PlayStation's page, so obviously it's going to be on everything. Yeah. So, um, State of Decay 2 has got an expansion coming out, and it came out on that day, mm-hmm. uh, called uh, Heartland. Uh, Dying Light 2, which I, I'm looking forward to because I really like yeah. the last game. Uh, that's announced for next spring, but that'll be also out on PS4 and Steam, obviously. Yeah, hopefully a bit less glitchy. I think uh, when I watched Ian played, he did quite a few. He got stuck in the bloody pylon or something once. Okay. Um, so, if yeah, as long as it's not as glitchy as number one, it should be all right. There's a new version of the Xbox Elite Wireless Controller, which, if I remember correctly, is really fucking expensive, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's not... like 180 quid. Or yeah, well, there's a new version coming out which promises you a 40 hour per charge. So you charge it once and it's got 40 hours worth of gameplay in it. To be fair, the Xbox One controllers with the battery packs do have a decent battery life anyway, compared to like PS4, I oh, think. PS4 controllers are awful. They yeah. constantly need charging. But um, but yeah, like for, to, you're already paying 180 quid um, for the standard Elite. I'd, I'd expect a pretty good battery in it anyway. Um, they do look nice, the Elite controllers. They come with that little Xbox-shaped controller shaped case for it to keep it pristine and mm-hmm. your extra triggers that you can put on it and extra thumbsticks and whatnot but I don't think it's worth that much like you get a controller with the console I'm happy with that uh, yeah <laughs> they named the next Tales of game which is called Tales of Arise mm-hmm. but that's going to be as I've just said uh, was they've just put the trailer up on Sony's uh, PlayStation yeah. YouTube channel so obviously that's going to be coming multi-platform mm-hmm. uh, like I said Microsoft tend to like to show stuff that is multi-platform but they like to get the trailer out there first. Yeah. So there you go. Well, um, they've got it really, otherwise they're not going to have a lot to yeah, show. The big surprise announcement from them that hadn't been leaked and stuff was uh, Fantasy Star Online 2. It's coming yeah. uh, exclusive to Xbox One as well, by the looks of it, mm-hmm. um, which is great. Uh, if you ever played Fantasy Star Online games, they're a lot of fun. Um, not, I've not played them, but I've heard a lot of good things about I it. I played the Dreamcast version, and then I had um, Fantasy Star Online 1 and 2 for... GameCube because they bought them out. There's one and two on Dreamcast. Then when obviously that didn't do very well, they bought a load of stuff through to the GameCube. Yeah, bought the uh, rights to sell them on that. And it was on there. It's it's a super rare game. Mm. Like there's two. There's also two versions of it, and one of them is rarer than the other because they fixed something in it. It's got like a patch in it or something. So it fixes something. This I, is I before can't the days what. of downloading. Yeah, DLCs, yeah. Basically, so, yeah. it's like it's like a small, a minor thing they did to it that fixed fixed a not a massive it's, problem, but do you a, know which is the more expensive version? The, the broken, sec, the second version the of it. Fixed version. Yeah, yeah. Okay. The second version of it's a more expensive one. Okay. Um, they also uh, showed the trailer for the Elden Ring, which is a game by George R. R. Martin of Game of Thrones fame and, and from software is it from software's yeah. Dark Souls Dark Souls creator Miyazaki is that yeah, yeah. I, I think Miyazaki is his name um, yeah as I said like again it looks there, there wasn't too much shown really was there, there were a lot of really slow images and stuff and you didn't get much out of it. Um, it you know it looks fine but again we'll just wait to see more I said that. I'm sure lots of the Game of Thrones fans are going to be annoyed that he's again working on something else other than writing the end of the book. Yeah, yeah. But um, 
I, I'm not someone who got into Game of Thrones, so I'm not bothered either way. If he wants to sell a game, that's up to him. Yep. Uh, the only other thing uh, for the Xbox conference, really, was uh, they really wanted to push their streaming service, didn't they? We briefly talked yeah. about it, but that was their big thing. That they, and especially with the Project Scarlet, they said the big thing is going to be for them is cloud gaming. Yeah. Which originally was going to be a big part of that Crackdown game, but they completely changed it, didn't mm. they? That came out. How did that do? Well, I didn't hear much about it, so I'm going to say not great. Okay. <laughs> or at least not phenomenal. So, um, Matthew, thoughts on, on Microsoft? and I think uh, it's been one of their better E3s because they had a lot to show. Yeah. Um, as as we mentioned, not a lot of gameplay. A no. lot of it was very much cinematic stuff and whatever. But, you know, it's it wasn't a disappointing E3. They didn't make like any stupid remarks about their new Xbox being not being able to play old games or anything like that. So again, this E3, you, you're obviously getting a lot of the stuff that we've that's already been leaked. Um, yeah. So a, a lot of it isn't surprising, or at least we knew some basics about it. Um, it's not just the leaks; it's like a lot of stuff we already kind of knew was coming because it's been in development for a while. Yeah. Um, but but overall, I I don't think they had a bad E3. Um, no, I'll put a, it's, a bad big step in the it, imagination. Compared to when I watched E3 stuff before the Xbox One was released, I'm not saying I'm going to swap and get an Xbox One to Scarlet, whatever it's called these days. Um, but I'm more hope hopeful is not the word, more expecting that it will do... I don't know what the word is. It's not hopeful or expecting. I think it'll do a lot better than what the Xbox One did. Yeah, but it can't um, do much worse at launch, no. really. Um, I think it's important that they've done the backwards compatibility thing because yeah. that at least, like, you know, will keep people off their back because of the whole you can't use your discs and shit that they did last time, which just yeah. like fucking killed them. I, th- um, I think Sony have, have gone the same because they've said with the PS5 it will be backwards, backwards compatible. compatible. Um, with the four, at least, anyway, they haven't they haven't said definitely not to the one, See, two, and three, but I doubt I'm it. More inclined to stick with. Sony for the next gen simply because obviously I'll always get the Nintendo console as my other console, mm. but because they've had such good exclusive games yeah. this gen, and Microsoft haven't really shown me anything that makes me want. I mean, yeah. I know they've gone out and bought all these first party new yeah. studios to do first party games, which is great, and I hope mm. it works out for them. But currently, they, none, none they of which are a console seller for you. No, not yeah. not none of them yet. I mean, but they haven't really announced anything that's yeah. like you know what I mean. So. We'll, we'll see how, we'll see how that goes because yeah. I could still get the multi-format stuff on a PS5 but I can get those PS those Sony experiences that I can't get yeah, anywhere else like your is, next Spider-Man game and God of War yeah which is the whole yeah. reason why I, I, I stick with Nintendo as mm-hmm. much as I do because I like their exclusives and I don't get them anywhere else so yeah. like pretty much if this generation if you've got a, P, a PS4 and a Switch you've got 90% of the games really Unless yeah, you're a real much. big Halo or Forza or whatever else exclusive. Well, you might be able to have those on your Switch soon anyway. Well, yeah, we'll, we'll, yeah, we'll talk about that. Um, yeah, so, yeah, what do you think of Xbox? They, they, yeah. It wasn't a bad conference. Uh, I felt bad I felt bad for most of the conferences this year that got loads of stuff leaked. Did you see that person on Twitter that got handed a cease and desist by Nintendo? Uh, about what? So, basically, they've been leaking stuff for everybody over Twitter. And then uh, Nintendo were the only company that literally went to him. If you leak a single thing about our E3 Direct, because they said they put a tweet up saying that they were going to leak all the stuff for the Nintendo Direct the yep. day before, and right. they were like, if, and then they put up a tweet saying, "Okay, slightly freaked out. 
Nintendo not only know my real name, yeah. but they knew my address and they sent me a cease and desist and told me if I put up one single thing from that trailer, then they will sue me to oblivion. So basically, they didn't yeah. do it. Uh, and they even changed their Twitter handle to say, um, like, uh, spoiler leaker, not Nintendo. So, which, we'll get to the Nintendo conference. So, but like, yeah, it really helped because I think Nintendo had a lot of surprises in this yeah. conference that people mm -hmm. weren't expecting. Um, so, I think a lot of the other companies, Microsoft especially, kind of got, the spoilers really hurt them. Like, yeah. we already knew that they were going to mention something about the new console, mm -hmm. really. Um, they had to, really, because Sony announced so early in the year the PS5 stuff. Yeah. So, like, really, even if they hadn't had a leak, Microsoft would have had to say something, because... If, if they didn't say something, it, then, then it either leaves it till next E3, which is ridiculously long, and especially if they're hoping to release end of next year, that's not a big... Right. Or they have to release it on a separate thing, which isn't going to get the same attention. My so. only thing with Microsoft is they're becoming the Apple of the gaming market because there's so many iterations. Microsoft becoming Apple, fucking uh, hell. Uh, yeah, well, there's so many iterations of the same thing, mm. just slightly more powerful. Well, you got the Xbox One, then you got the Xbox One S, and then you got the Xbox One X, and now you're going to get a new Xbox. A, a Scarlet, which is but, probably just which the is next a, one. fair enough. Which is going to be a new one, mm -hmm. but. It's not going to have been that long since Xbox One X and this new Scarlet's going to be like, what, two years? Yeah. It launched last year, didn't it? Um, Xbox One X, yeah, it launched last year. I think sure. it was the end of the previous. Was it? Yeah. It was quite close to the start of last year. Though, I think it? I think it's been, no, I think it's been about two, almost two years. Are you sure? A, I thought it did yeah. launch till 2018. We'd have to I'm check. I'm going to check that. Let's check the release date, bro. I, I don't think it was that recent because I got an Xbox One X for free at the end of last year. I don't think they'd been given away for free. Uh, like in the same year. Yeah, it was the end of end 2017. Of yeah. Okay. So yeah, but that's still like just over two years between yeah. the Xbox One X and this brand new. It'll be three. It'll be Xbox three years Scarlet. when it comes out. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, so so a, a generation's what six years or so. So yeah, it's about halfway through a generation. But well, no, it depends because generations have changed over the years. That's I mean, true. Like Nintendo have completely gone against the generation cycle at the moment. So because they had two in Gen, yeah, eight or whatever we're in now. Can, actually, do the do the video game gens match up with the Pokemon gens? Because that's going to be really easy to remember now. I think I, we're on Gen eight for both I, I now. Don't know. <laughs> do we talk about Bethesda? Uh, we can do. Bethesda and their console, their console, that's a reveal. That no, is. yeah, uh, no, <laughs> Bethesda had their conference, is yeah. what I was going to say. Um, their first big uh, E3 announcement was uh, Elder Scrolls Blades, which is their free to play mobile total. Yeah, total, total. I can't yeah. use words today. Yeah. Um, it's coming to Switch, yeah, which isn't a massive surprise considering it's a mobile it's game. It's basically and a Switch tablet is, with, yeah. with, with Joy Cons, so that's not a huge surprise, even though it's their big announcement. Their, their next big <laughs> announcement was. They're trying to fix Fallout 76. That rhymed. Right. Well, it's worth a go. If they abandoned it, that would be horrendous. Right? Yeah. So they've got to, they've got to fix it. Um, there's there's already been stuff they've added in, but they're, what? So they're gonna they're gonna add NPCs. Yes, human NPCs. They're gonna add um, conversation trees and stuff, yeah. right? Um, which with choices and stuff. They're adding a battle royale. Yeah. Mode. A new main quest. 
and it, yeah, and it, um, it was revamped as well. So I think the main quests that already exist will change slightly. I don't think it'll change the overall, but there'll be certain things that'll be easier or different. And today. you'll actually have like NPCs to interact with now when you do that quest. Yeah, which is probably the biggest change. And I made the joke before. Just, literally just before <laughs> we're, we're watching Triple Jump, um, and I made the joke that well done. They've invented gameplay features from the 80s yeah. to which about 10 seconds later they made the exact same joke that they put in the game stuff from like early 90s, 90s Elder Scrolls. Yeah. yeah and so it's like okay fair enough um, so yeah it's very much No Man's Sky released with it had a big fanfare released was absolutely tanked it was, did shit um, and now they're trying to salvage it No Man's Sky's I think turned the majority around for those hardcore players that have stuck with it they're way happy. Yeah, with I still it. want to pick a copy of it up yeah. because people keep raving about it. Now it's it, had all its changes. It's it's relatively cheap again now because when that 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 next expansion came out, it, the prices soared because obviously everyone wanted it again because they, they'd heard it was very good. So I waited and got it. I think I got it for about ten quid or twelve quid, which wasn't bad. Uh, and then there's the VR update. So if Fallout seventy six can do something like that, it's a big enough company and a big enough brand name with Fallout to. To get it back into main mainstream, whatever you want to call it, back into pe- people playing it, um, I think I think it could do, it could do alright. It's not going to do they well. They also started a, fi- right. a free trial of it if if people wanted to get it. As you uh, just okay. play it for like forty eight hours or something. Yeah, something like that. Okay. Um, Fair enough. So there are a few other studios under the Bethesda umbrella. One of those is Shinji Mikami, that's the creator of uh, not Final Fantasy of uh, Resident Evil. Yeah. Uh, his studio, um, known for the um, uh, what the horror games called that they do, um, something evil. Oh, it's going out my head. Shit, I really actually quite like them as well. Crap, what are they called? You say there's been, there's been, there's, so. been two, there's been two of them, but I can't remember what they're fucking called. Do you want to Google it? Oh. Bear with us. We have some technical difficulties. Yeah, my brain is uh, not working yeah. today. That's the technical. normally normally Bashy's like recall for the game franchise names he's like fucking on point normally and he's he's lost it today oh no what's it called Shinji Mikami just uh the guy his studio is called Tango Gameworks so let's see what Google says Tango Gameworks it's gonna really piss me Evil Within Evil Within that's it I know the yeah I know that one Evil Within yeah they've done, okay that's the, okay, that's the same guy then, okay. they've done one and two so their new one is called Ghostwire Ghostwire uh, Tokyo Ghostwire okay. colon is that, Tokyo is that a horror uh, yeah it's a new okay. horror a new horror game that's what, he, that's what he does that's his ting okay so a standalone IP compared to Evil Within yes because okay. everybody thought they were going to basically be announcing Evil Within 3 but right. They've announced this instead, which is probably a good move because as much as I like the Evil Within games, and they are good, and if you like Resident Evil games, mm. you'll like the Evil Within games. They've got a slightly more weirder plot, mm. but like they're quite good, but they didn't sell very well, especially right. the first one. The second one sold slightly better, but I'm I think that's say that, that sold alright on PS4, I think. Didn't yeah, they, they, it sold alright on PS4 because they fixed a lot of the problems that the first one had, right. uh, but they didn't fix all of them, I don't think. It is. It is weird playing a new generation game that feels very old school with its controls because it has got sort of like a cross between the tank controls because it's got Resi 4 controls. So it's not full on tank controls. But... No, it's not full on tank controls, but it's not as like fluid as say Resi 2. Well, the Resi 2 remake. Yeah. Obviously. Okay. So that likely probably started off maybe as some kind of follow up to Evil Within 2. But if if the, um, I don't know, the, the world or the storyline's gone a bit off kilter, they've probably spun it off into its own thing then. 
Quite possibly. I mean, the trailer doesn't give an awful lot away, but none of the trailers gave an awful lot away, no. really. Well, the, the whole of, of E3, really, a lot of it, as we said, was just, you know, there's a Halo game, here's two minutes of someone floating in space. Yeah, so Elder Scrolls Online uh, <laughs> is getting some DLC uh, called Dragonhold, uh, which yep. is going to add some new features and story stuff to that game. If you're into Elder Scrolls Online, then um, you'll be excited for that. Is it me or is the two versions, or is it one version and there's an upgrade to it? Because I've got the original Elder Scrolls Online. For yeah, PS4. there's an original version, and then the next version that launches is an upgrade Tamriel to Unlimited. Tamriel Limited, yeah. and then there's another one. So it's all the same game, so I can purchase yeah, an upgrade like to the it. Destiny stuff, basically. Okay, all right, I've got you. Uh, so Commander Keen, which is something <laughs> I did not know about, but uh, apparently has upset all of the internet, is becoming a free-to-play mobile title. Matthew, do you know who, what, who or what Commander Keen is and why everybody's upset? Yes, so Commander Keen is a proper good old DOS game. Right. Um, I see a lot of it on uh, LGR's one channel. He, he always uses it whenever he sets up a new computer. He puts Doom and he puts Commander Keen, Keen on it. Um, it's very good for testing speakers because a lot of... Um, a lot of sounds in it with the PC speaker and so if you've got same cards as well you can really hear the difference um, so it's quite like a beloved old DOS game um, because of the how the CGA graphics worked it's very like garish like it's blue and pink and shit like, and that's kind of the colour I think they stuck with for his when they made a later version that could have multiple colours they're like fuck it we'll just stick with pink and blue so it's a bit of a garish game um, but yeah so there's these die hard Commander Keen fans and then they haven't had a Commander Keen game since probably the 90s and then they they get an announcement that they're getting this Commander Keen game and they're probably thinking wow and it's a fucking mobile game um, not that there's anything wrong with mobile games but it probably wasn't what Commander Keen diehards wanted or were expecting whether they were expecting anything or not um, it is going to be free to play yep um Probably has some kind of microtransactions in it. Probably. Free to play. Again, I'm not going to slag it off because some mobile games are good, but it just depends how they go with it. Like, like obviously, I play Pokemon Go a lot. It hasn't replaced Pokemon main series for me. It's a nice side game that I do play a lot. Probably play it more than the main series at the moment. Um, but I can add to it if, you know, if they're trying to, like, turn Commander Keen into a mobile only thing, maybe people will kick off. I don't know, but anyway. Speaking of mobile titles, Bethesda announced that another one of their mobile titles is getting an update, which is the Elder Scrolls Legends, which I didn't even know was a thing. Okay. Let's get an expansion soon. Right. Called Elderwin. Elderwin, okay. So, yeah. Speaking of all, more DLC, Rage 2, which came out recently, a couple of yeah, months that, ago. Yeah, that was uh, That's got ago, some yeah. DLC coming out. I think it was actually last month, it was May. Uh, something that I'll be interested to pick up and play is, because they don't do really... They do do DLC for Wolfenstein games, but they also mm. tend to do this thing where they're like, we're going to do DLC. Oh, shit, we're just going to turn it into a full game, which they did with um, the first one, which was... The it was someone, it was... It was oh, the Wolfenstein New Order, but then the it was the Old Blood was the The Old spin-off. Blood was a spin-off, but it came The new one's game. called Wolfenstein Youngblood, and it's... Um, Blaskowitz's two daughters, and it's set in the 80s. And it's its own standalone game. It's its own standalone okay, game. It looks right. amazing, and not only is it coming out on PS4 and Xbox One and PC, but it's also coming to Switch. Yeah. Well, to all the, the new Wolfenstein games, are, I've, I've got, got, got good reception, to be fair, so hopefully this one will stick with that. Yeah. Uh, Orion is Bethesda's new software that will make streaming better. Okay. I'm not overly sure how, but I can find out. Uh, we got some more stuff from Doom. Okay. Uh, so the new Doom game coming out is Doom Eternal. Again, yeah. that's another one that is coming to Switch, which mm-hmm. people were like, what? But they did the other one, and I've got 
it and yeah, the graphics are bumped down, and yeah, it runs at thirty frames per second. Oh my and god, not god 60, forbid, god forbid, and not and not sixty, but <laughs> it's a really fucking good conversion for something that shouldn't be able to do it. Yeah, but we'll we'll get into that later. Yeah, we'll get into uh, graphics. So it so, says. So what is this Orion thing? Then? Orion is integrated into uh, the game engine itself. Okay, and it can be used with Google Stadia Tech. Um, okay. Uh, it basically reduces later reductions of 20% per frame as well up to 40% reduction on the bandwidth. Is it built into the game engines that Fallout still use and etc.? It's built into their new game engines, okay. but you can use it on Doom 2016. Okay, so so it is not backwards compatible with, with old game engines, but it is they have built modes where it can work with certain ones, but then the new game engines, which... Bethesda fucking need to implement at some point. Yeah. Um, so the initial run of Orion will use Apple devices with iOS 11 or higher and it will future tests are going to do for PC and Android. Okay. So it's basically to make it run better on your phone. So so we'll be streaming to our phones the Bethesda games and this Orion should make it a little bit simpler and quicker and smoother and whatever else word ending in here. Yeah. Cool. Uh, Arcane Studios, which are the guys that make the Dishonored games, mm-hmm. which, as I've mentioned on previous podcasts, I just I don't know I don't know why I don't like them, but I don't I just don't like their games. Yeah. They've got another game coming out called Deathloop, which okay. is a time one set where two assassins are trying to kill each other. But that's pretty much all. We yeah, all we, all we saw was the various situations where they were both trying to kill each other. Um, again, a, a lot of a lot of the trailers are not bad, but not exactly gameplay footage. Uh, some of them were, which. Uh, we can get to, but yeah. Yeah, so that was it for Bethesda, really. Oh, Doom Eternal is out the 22nd of November. Okay. It's the end of the year. It's a, yeah. it's a criminal Again, game. Bethesda didn't expect horrendous amounts from them. There was no mention of uh, Elder Scrolls Six. They did say there was going to be no mention of Elder okay. Scrolls Six. In their defence, they did say that that would not be mentioned at, that's, this, that's at the E3 fun, That's this year. fair enough. So, yeah, again, not a bad E3, but probably not one of their most content Tell you what makes me laugh though, Still they can pump all this money into making Orion to help streaming tech, but they can't be bothered to come up with a new engine to run Elder Scrolls Six. Well, we'll see how that one, <laughs> we'll see how that one goes. They're gonna leave it on a what 14, 15 year old engine? What? No, yeah, it's what is Oblivion got it, it engine. Yeah, it's, it's Skyrim's on oh, the same engine, so if it's on the same. Yeah, it'd be like fifteen years old. They put two thousand six. Anyway, I mean, yeah, if the engines, if the engine was future-proof to start, which to be fair, when Oblivion came out, okay, some of the facial shit was a bit weird, but engine-wise, it was pretty capable. But obviously, fifteen years later, two games in the series, Elder Scrolls series, and multiple Fallout's later, you'd think that they might be thinking of trying a, a new version of the engine. It hasn't got to be a complete overhaul. They've just got to improve some some bits again here's me saying improve your engine like i can fucking do that but then again i i'm not a coder by trade by pastime sometimes and i don't have access to the engine that they use so i can't do it so whatever anyway what would you like to talk about next Matthew? would you like to talk about ubisoft or would you like to talk about squeenix um we could do squeenix because it is relatively short compared to the rest right uh, yeah, there's not as much, nope. and everything that was revealed isn't exactly new. <laughs> kind of, it is, but it isn't. Yeah. So, did should they... we get the should we get the big one out of the yeah. way first? Avenger, no, Final <laughs> Fantasy VII Remaster had a quite lengthy trailer and also yep. showed off full gameplay. Yes, um, lots and lots of cutscenes from the game, lots of um, 
it voice looks, acting involved. It looks beautiful. Yeah, which is... I, I, I didn't expect it to look any better or worse. I think it's about it, right. It's running on a, a the same engine as Final Fantasy Fifteen. Mm. I hope they've fixed some of the slowdown bugs. Although, speaking of slowdown, that is part of the gameplay now. So, did you see much of the battle system when they were doing it? I saw bits and pieces. I was mainly looking at how the different attacks there in the bottom left were changing a right. lot. So, I watched a different trailer to the one that I showed you earlier. Okay. And it was more in-depth one, and it was basically the presentation. Okay. And they showed they went through with you how the battle system works. Mm-hmm. So, when you're playing as Cloud, or you can get between Cloud or the other two members of your party. So, mm-hmm. on the first couple of... We'll get to this. In the first, because it's episodic, isn't it? Yeah. And it's going to be two fucking Blu-rays just before you get out. It ends when you get out of Midgar, that episode. So that's the end of the first, first two episodes. episodes. First one episode, one episode is when you get out of Midgar. Okay. So how big is this fucking game going to be? Yeah. That's only like the first 10 to 15 hours of the game. It, right. So so the one episode is two Blu-ray discs. Yes. No, that doesn't mean they're fully utilised both, but it means well, it's no. at least more than one disc. And a yeah. Blu-ray disc, if I'm correct can hold 100 and something gigabytes of data I'll check that for you blu-ray just put blu-ray capacity and i can't remember exactly how much data but it's a lot right um they have improved because you can get like double density shit right uh blu-ray disc today coming storage capacity 25 gigabyte for a single layer disc 50 for a dual layer or 100 100, third so i I think it's 100 gigabytes because that's what red dead basically was it was 100 gigabytes not 97 so it basically filled the disc um so that means that it's at least 50 50 odd gigabytes per episode but more likely closer to 100 and do we have have they said how many episodes, or do do we have an estimate they based said on how many episodes? They've just said it will be episodic, and the first episode will end when you get out of Midgar. There's going to be a lot of episodes then, because that Midgar ex- exiting Midgar ain't that long into the game, really. Um, Relatively, it's about. Do, I suppose if you know what you're doing, like on the original game. I'm not yeah. talking on this remake, and they it, they probably added stuff. They probably yeah um, changed stuff. But on the original game, you could get out of Midgar if you know what you're doing in about eight hours. Okay. Probably less than that if you if you just like didn't pay attention. To if the you just things. ran through stuff. If you just ran through stuff, uh, it's not as long as I remember it being. Because I remember the first time we played through it, it probably took us about ten to fifteen hours when we were kids. But that mm. was because we went around and explored everything. Yeah. You can get it a lot quicker once you don't want to do that. Yeah. So obviously you will want to do that with this. So yeah. But anyway, back to the battle system. Yeah. So the battle so, system anyway. has got whoever you're playing as. You press square, you do an attack, which is basically what works in Final Fantasy fifteen. Mm-hmm. And in that, you could hold square when you just constantly attack. I don't know if you're going to be able to do that in this one. Yeah. They didn't say. That was one thing they didn't mention. Um, this builds up a bar, which is your ATB bar, which is your active time battle bar. Yeah. When that bar is full, you can then... It goes into like a slow-mo thing. Okay. And that's when you can pick an ability. So you can pick... Like if you've got materia equipped, you can use a materia. If you want to use an ability or you've got... Um, limit break. That... A limit break. Yeah. You can use your limit break because uh, they showed off uh, Cloud doing... Um, it's, First two limit breaks he gets braver and the other one, yeah, um, and uh, cross slash that's the other one, um, and shows you that focus shot that Barrett does, yeah, big shot, yeah, yeah, um, so yeah, you can do that, or you can choose those, but also when you've got a full team, you can flick through the other characters and get them to do what you want, so you can like. Say you, you're facing an, a bad guy that can only be hit from the back and yeah. you've got two guys. If you split them and have one guy go behind them and use their whatever a limit break mm. from behind and to do more damage while your other guy's soaking it up, up from the front. So I like have Cloud at the front like 
taking damage and then send Barrett around the back to do big damage. Mm. You can do that. They've also said if you don't want to do that and you want to keep it more action based, then you can map shortcuts. Okay. Uh, so you can also that's also use items. You can't do any of those things though without building up the attack bar first. So if you so you've just, got to do a certain amount of attacks yeah. to, to get to that point. Yeah. But you will still equip, equip materia, and the thing I liked is they made a, a thing of pointing this out in the video. When you equip materia, it will show up on your weapons. So, like in the video, you can see a piece of materia equipped in Cloud's Buster Sword, and that's the materia that he's currently so using. The so, the colour of it and what yeah, it will so if you clearly change it, state it'll, what it'll, it is. It'll change. Okay. It won't do it on your armour, obviously, because they won't. They haven't done that all. But that's yeah. pretty cool. That they've done that with your weapon. Yeah, I gotta say, I mean, it's not a huge, huge thing to, to add, but it, it makes it more obvious what type of materia you've got. You've got attached. Uh, if you forgot, like if you've just reloaded your save or something, you haven't looked. Um, uh, it looks yeah. very similar to in overall, though, to the Final Fantasy 15 way of attacking and stuff. Which yeah. I've got a problem with. I enjoy Final. I mean, Fantasy that makes sense. It. You know, they're they're taking a game that's 20 years old. Yeah. And you know, bringing it up to date with the current Final Fantasy style stuff. As, so. a, as a seven fan, were you excited by the trailer? Does it yeah, make... it didn't. I, I don't. I don't get added to my excitement because I'm. Already, I already want to get it. It's one of the few games I might get on release. I won't pre-order because not the 270 pound collector's edition. No, no. Uh, right, oh, I've so... got something else to bring up with that later, but that's going to be in the miscellaneous news after we finish. Everything. Okay, should we talk about that later? Then? Yeah. Okay. So yeah. So uh, yeah, Final Fantasy VII remake is still not out, which is not a surprise. But at least we've got a bit more gameplay. And a solid release date for episode one. Yes, which is the 3rd of, of the March. Third, which in their conference pitch at the end, they didn't put a dot between no. the third. So there's there a mistake. I knew there'd be a mistake in one of the presentations. But there you go. Uh, so that's Final Fantasy VII. Now, because we're going to the next item, that means we add one, right? Yeah. And what do you get if you add one to seven? Uh, Twenty. That is close enough, right? <laughs> so Final Fantasy VIII is getting remastered. It is. It's the one that everybody thought wouldn't get remastered and they've had legal problems, like I said before, with the music mm. with this for a long time, so it looks like they've finally settled that. So it's not a remake like Seven, but no, it's, it's a, a remaster. remaster. Like the Seven and Nine, you can already get across multiple platforms. Yeah. So basically it's just been given a HD lick of paint. That yeah. will be out on everything at some point yeah. later this year. Yeah. which you... I'll probably pick it up on the Switch. Well, I'm not going to go port it on the PS1 actually on disc, so I might go back and play on that. I might not pick it up. I might just stick with the PS1 version. You should be able to speed shit up on. That's true. I did. I did pick up Final Fantasy VII on the Switch, which I already mentioned, and that's got the speed up thing. So uh, yeah, the yeah, stuff that, I expect the same stuff in this. When show. I get paid, there is stuff I will be picking up on the Switch that got released during this during their E3 thing. But I will go through that when we get to the Nintendo mm -hmm. one. Uh, yeah. Um, just to take go back to this bit, but we did mention very briefly, I did the joke, but Avengers got a trailer. Yep. And I'm going to say this now, and it's not because I'm a Nintendo fanboy, it's because I generally thought it was a better trailer. I thought that the trailer for Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3 was better than the trailer for Avengers. Not graphically, clearly, I do not mean that. Graphically, they look very good. They look like they have an all-star team for the voiceovers as well. Yeah. You've got Thor... Uh, is, uh, Thor's being played by who's not Thor. Tony Stark's being made is uh, no no North. Yeah, he's doing Tony Stark's voice. Troy Baker is doing the voice of Captain America. Yeah. Um, Black Widow's being done by Julie's, Law. No, Laura Bailey. Laura Bailey. Yeah, from I, what's Last she from? Of Us? Oh, she Last of Us. Okay, I think. But yeah, it's got an all star. Basically, the top. I was thinking, what's she from? I, I, it might be Last of Us. I'll, 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 uh... But yeah, um, I thought that that. The, their footage for the Avengers game was very like let's try and chuck as much into it as possible like yes it's an action game 
Okay, uh, what's, she, what's she done? Uh, she's been in Blood Rain. Oh, she's done she was raining Blood Rain. She's done lots of things. I'm trying to see what else. Because she's done a lot. She's done a lot, a lot. Shit the bed. Halo this is just video games. Artist, Soul Calibur. Uh, it's been Dragon Ball Z, Z, whatever you want to call it. Wolf Among Us, Spider Man Unlimited, Game of Thrones game. Oh, like she's Nadine in Uncharted. She's Nadine Ross. Oh, okay, in The Lost Legacy. Yeah, and in general. Oh, okay. So, yeah, it was. Gotcha. I knew it was something to do with Naughty Dog. Okay, so she's, yeah, well known then. Um, yeah, I, I think they tried to cram too much into it. I know it's an action based game. But I just felt like every two seconds it was a different scene, but with just more action and more action and more action. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, again, not not that that's saying it's going to be shit, but I don't know. Oh, she's Lady Comstock in Bioshock Infinite. Sorry. As as we've we've already talked about, it's nothing to do with MCU, mm. and it's nothing to do with any comic book story. It's its own original story. With its original uh, designs for the characters, right? Yep. That uh, don't look anything like the comics or, or the films. Uh, well, I mean, they look like them because Tony Stark still has a goatee thing going on. But, um, yeah, it's own design. So, yeah, okay, they're trying to do their own thing, but I just felt like it was a bit too much, like, actually, they needed to put a, like in that in that trailer a bit more story. I watched that trailer after I saw most of the people's reactions on my Facebook page are like, oh my God, this looks ace. And I was like, does it though? I mean... I'm not saying it looks bad. Does it? It looks like a generic third-person action game to me with very good graphics. Like, that's not an issue. Like, mm. it could be fantastic and I hope it is. I really yeah. don't want it to suck. Uh, apparently, they're, they're going to be free DLC. Okay. And it's meant to be lasting years. Okay, so this is going to be released on multi-consoles? Yes. Okay. And they want it to last year. Okay, so it'll probably well, lead release into... some multi-consoles as in the Xbox One and PS4 when we come to Switch. Okay, so but so this will probably lead into the next consoles then. You'll be able to get a version so. for I that. Assume, I'm assuming okay. that's what they're doing. A big part of it is I think the multiplayer is going to be like Destiny-like, but you can still play it one player. Okay. That's what they said. They haven't said it's Destiny-like, they've just said you can play it one player or you can play it multiplayer and it will have multiple updates and free DLC and there will be no loot boxes or play-to-win mechanics. Okay. Um, Square Enix also announced a bunch of stuff uh, that's getting for the first time released over here that hasn't been released outside of Japan from the Super Nintendo one of those I will bring up in the Nintendo conference but one they bought separately in this conference that wasn't mentioned until the well, they did one later in the Nintendo conference that so they didn't mention here basically mm-hmm. uh, Romancing Saga 3 uh, if you haven't played any of the Romancing Saga games they're kind of an offshoot of the Final Fantasy games they are JRPGs they do have a turn based battle system but um their thing is all about decisions. Okay. So, um, I've only played the two PlayStation ones and I've got Romancing Saga Remake on my Switch. And in that one, um, it's got family trees. So, every decision that you make for one person when it ties into the next family, like your son or your daughter for the next family tree, mm-hmm. it affects their story. Okay. Whereas like the one for this one, what they've said for uh, Saga Scarlet Grace, which is Romancing Saga 3, mm-hmm. uh, they've said that Every decision affects everything, and you won't play the same game twice. Okay. Uh, it's a complete um, remaster of the Super Nintendo original with extra bells and whistles, and it's been done with a new pixel art style. I think they've used some of the guys that worked on um, Octopath Traveler for the Switch. Okay. So it hasn't got the same sort of style as Octopath Traveler. But it's got but it's maybe got... elements of it. Yeah. Okay. 
Uh, and it's coming out on everything. Okay. It's even coming out on the Vita. Actually? Yeah. Okay, is that, is that the only Vita game in it? It's the E3 then? Yeah. So... Uh, I suppose, sorry, uh, that was Romancy Saga 3 and then the Saga Scarlet Grace, which has already came out on the Vita, which is coming out on other systems. Okay. But, uh, I mean, if it's a JRPG, they love the Vita over there still, so... Um, uh, there's a new shooter coming from People Can Fly. Uh, if you don't know who People Can Fly are, they're the guys that did Bulletstorm. Okay, yeah. Um, which, as we know, sold really well. Bulletstorm. Did not sell well at all. And nope. the remaster did not sell well either, but I hope this does well for them. It's called Outriders. Okay. Uh, it's going to be a one to three player cooperative shooter. So, and But that's literally all we know at this point in time. Okay, very little information. Yeah, just a standard CGI trailer. Uh, Anarchy will be available on 22nd of August 2019. It's the latest RPG from the uh, Tokyo RPG Factory, which are the guys that did I Am Satsuna and Lost Sphere. I remember I am Setsuna. I don't remember Lost Sphere. Uh, I've got both of those. Okay. On no, I've got one of those on Switch, and I've got one on PS4. I think I've got I am Setsuna on the PS4, and I've got um, Lost Sphere on the Switch. Okay. Uh, Lost Sphere was a Switch exclusive right. for a little bit, like literally for like a week, and then it came out on PS4. Okay. So. <laughs> It, it, they both look like old school RPGs. The people who work at Tokyo RPG Factory are a lot of people who worked on Chrono Trigger. Okay. Back on the Super Nintendo. They've so got that style. They, if you like those sort of JRPGs, you'll love those. They, they are really good, but they are very, very heavy to get through. It's a great team. So there's uh, War of the Visions is a follow up to mobile game Final Fantasy Braving Vixus, which I know is quite. I can't pronounce it. That's quite popular. I know a lot few people that play it, and the sequel to that's coming. Um, We're getting a remastered version of Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles, which is originally on uh, the GameCube. Yes. And it used the Game Boy Advance. As, as a controller. controller, yeah, wasn't there like a four-player thing? Yes, yeah, and yeah. you needed four Game Boy Advances and four Link cables. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's, that the, that's the piss take. Like, yeah, you, you could maybe get your friends together with four Game Game Boys, but maybe not have four wires to go with it. Yeah, it's been delayed till next year. It was originally meant to come out this year, okay. uh, but it's uh, it was when uh, when it was scheduled to come out this year. It was scheduled to come out on Switch only, as far as I know, okay. and it's now coming out on PlayStation Four and mobile devices, as uh, well as Switch. Yeah. Another game uh, that's coming out on Switch is The Last Remaint. Uh, that is already been scheduled to come out for PS4. Uh, it came out last year, sorry, on the PS4, and it's now coming out on the Switch. And it was available from when they said, "Okay, it's available, so you can get it now if you've got what a Switch." What was the Last Remnant? It's or? another. It, last Remnant is uh, another RPG, JRPG. What console? Uh, it originally came out on the Xbox. It was one of the two exclusive uh, RPGs that Square did for the Xbox. Right. The other one being. Um, was it Lost Odyssey? No, Lost Odyssey was um, Mistwalker. It was, oh shit, the other one that came out um, that was remastered recently. Shit. You're asking the wrong it'll, it'll come back to me. Um, uh, they're going to publish a game called Circuit Superstars in 2020. Okay, so only publishing that. Yeah. Who's that made by? Uh, Vancouver-based Original Fire Games. Okay. Uh, formerly known as Apex Racing League, the game was. It's never been renamed. Circuit Superstars. Yeah, that's great in 2020. And Kingdom Hearts 3 is getting DLC called Remind. And that's all they said about that. Paid pay, pay DLC? or Yes. Okay. So, feelings on the Square Enix? Uh, a lot of Final Fantasy. <laughs> a lot of Final Fantasy. Uh, <laughs> Which, okay, is not a bad thing. I'm never going to complain. But what do you expect Final from Fantasy? the home of JRPGs, quite yeah. frankly, and the um, home of Final Fantasy? I'll be honest. Once, once I got the information about Final Fantasy VII, I wasn't too fussed about anything else. Um, 
not not that I was ignoring it all, but like as long as Final Fantasy's still in the works and still coming to Final Fantasy VII, then I'm happy. Um, but overall, again, much of the same as Bethesda, like not too much new because we again we had some leaks again of stuff, but yeah. So again, not bad. I don't think anyone's had a bad E3, um, but yeah, not that overly real. Just I think there's a lot of focus on your Final Fantasy VII remake, really. Yep. Um, I liked some of the stuff that they announced. Happy that Final Fantasy is getting a, get mm. a proper remaster because I might actually play it properly now. Mm-hmm. I still don't like it, but I might actually play it properly. Is it one of your least favourites? It is possibly my least favourite Final Fantasy game. Even uh, old out school of, Final uh, Fantasy. Out of the PlayStation era ones. Okay. Mainly because I don't like Squall. Mm-hmm. I think he's a, a, a piss poor attempt to make a, a character interesting by not having him say anything until like the last quarter of the game really which I don't think like because this is the thing Cloud was the same at the start of Final Fantasy 7 but by even before halfway through he'd started to show personality Squall doesn't do that until the last quarter of the game and then it was like shit we need to give him a personality I just didn't care about him Mm. and I hated the junctioning system the junctioning system can get set on fire (laughs) because it's fucking awful why the fuck would you basically say Here's some magic, but don't use it because it's going to drain your stats. Why would you? There's, there's a few games like that. Um, I watch some like old school games, and there's like certain th- mechanics in it, and it's like so not beneficial to use it. But I don't know. But yeah, um, Final Fantasy VII remake obviously. I'm Is, it, that. Do you reckon there'll be any changes to that sort of system? It's only a remaster, but no, they won't change that. The, they, the, they, they, they did with the other it, stuff. They'll probably put the stuff in that they did on the others, though, where you can triple refill speed, your life and triple that? speed and stuff yeah. like that. Which you know. It's nice, and that's probably the reason I'll play through it, so I can play through bits at triple speed so I don't have to put up with a lot mm-hmm. of the boring stuff and the walking around and that. And to be fair, Triple Triad's a really fun game, which is the card game in it. But, like, other than that, like, a fucking squall and that shitty junctioning system. Like, Nine is such. Nine is such a much a better game, but, like, people don't like it. But they, people forget that they were developed at the same time by two Eight different and teams. Eight and nine. That's why they came out quite close together. You had this big gap between seven and eight, but like there's really I think only about less than a year between eight, eight and nine, nine because they they didn't know which way to go because one team wanted to do an old school Final Fantasy and go back to its roots, which is nine, mm. and then one wanted to stick with the sort of Cyberpunk aesthetic of seven because thing. because it had sold so well. So they thought, "Fuck it, we'll do both and see how it goes." Yeah, and then I think nine did commercially worse but critically better, and vice versa. Right. But yeah, so um, so it didn't answer the question of which no, way to go at all. Not at all. <laughs> um, so right, uh, the last one to do before we get to Nintendo is Ubisoft. Them French guys. Them French guys, Ubisoft. Uh, so there's a big leak. Obviously, we've been mentioning there's leaks all over the fucking place. It's like a colander uh, E3 this year, uh, and that was that Watch Dogs' new game was going to be set in London, ye old yeah. London town, and it is set in London after post-Brexit shenanigans. Yeah. Uh, and it's called Watch Dogs Legion. Yes, it's not Watch Dogs 3, as would have been the obvious title, but, you know, Watch Dogs Legion. Um, quite interesting mechanics. Um, a lot of the stuff they've reused from, but you haven't played it from the second Watch no, Dogs game. No, I've, I've not played the first uh, All the little robots and stuff, um, are stuff that they bought, which is what the stuff that I really liked, which is, like I said to you, like the first game, I didn't really like Aiden Pierce, but I don't think a lot of people like Aiden Pierce because they expected him to be a lot better of a character than he was. Mm. It was really quite one dimensional, but he didn't have a lot of stuff. To to help him, really, like mm. gadgets or anything wise. Whereas, like in the second game, you get so much extra stuff to do. You get little robots, you get drones, and there's all these 
cool little things you can do. And they've kind of... I think what they've done in this one is they've kind of melded the combat from the first game mm-hmm. with the tech gadgets and stuff from the second game. You don't always have to be stealthy. But the big part of this is that you can convert anyone. Yeah, so... Um, literally everyone on the streets is recruitable to your mm-hmm. legion, uh, your rebellion, whatever you want to call it. Yep. And they, you can level them up yep. uh, as they do get experience from doing the missions and, and whatever. Um, and if they die, it's permadeath. It's permadeath, but you then just take over an, an, another person, which is why it's legion, because we are many. Yeah. So, yeah, so you're controlling multiple characters. Not at the same time, like when one's dead, you'll just go to the next one. Or I suppose you could probably swap characters anyway. You don't have to die to swap characters um yeah um i wonder if there's any downside to recruiting just everybody <laughs> maybe like your legion becomes too there's obvious. a lot of people in london though mate there's a lot of people it's gonna take you i mean to like i mean i bet there's like a platinum uh, there's a trophy for it just to make people get you a, pla- a platinum yeah. which is convert all of convert london. london um yeah the, um we saw uh actual gameplay for that one didn't we yeah, we did. Um, it might not be final, final gameplay, um, but we did see some it, gameplay. It looks very similar to Watch Dogs 2, yeah. um, the, the first Watch Dogs. Yeah. Um, but yeah, looks looks fine. I can't say there's anything I'm excited it. for it because I like, I like the last Watch I, Dogs. I might go back and play the first one over the summer at some point. If you play either of them, I suggest playing the second one. I've got one already because I've got it with my PS4 bundle. The only I've re- never played it. Like, the first one's not bad. Like It's not bad. It's not a bad game. Mm. Like I quite like Watch Dogs. I, I, I don't think it's... I mean, I... But I went into it not expecting everything that was revealed was at promised. E3, where they were like, look at the graphics and all this shit you can do, and then that's not what you got. And they took a lot of it out. Yeah, and the graphics looked nothing like they were meant to look like. And bear in mind, when they showed it off, they were like, this is the graphics for like the PS3 and the Xbox 360, mm. not the graphics for like the PS4 and the Xbox One. Mm. And then when those versions came out, they're only like a slightly better looker version of the of the previous one. Yeah. I mean, it's not a bad looking game on my PS3, in all fairness. I mean, a lot of times I can't tell the difference between some of the last, last games coming out on the PS3, like Last of Us and stuff, and some of the first gen stuff on the PS4. Like it's very difficult to tell, but anyway, yeah. So was it your classic case of over promising? Yeah, over-delivering? just over regulating. And I think they they had a lot of negative feelings with that one, but mm. they won a lot of people back with Watch Dogs too. Right, because I I really like Watch Dogs too. I bought all the DLC for Watch Dogs too because it is that good, and like the stories, the narratives, na- narratives good, but all the missions and stuff key are fun. Like a lot of the stuff in Grand Theft Auto and stuff I struggled with because some of the stuff is just not fun. Yeah. You have to do it. But I didn't not have fun doing hot, any of the missions in Watch Dogs 2. Okay. So. Looks alright. Yep. Yeah. Uh, they announced the Breath of the Wild lookalike Gods and Monsters. We okay. literally got a very small uh, teaser trailer. It, I say Breath of the Wild but it literally had the camera angle with the geezer standing with his back to the camera on the top of a grassy hill <laughs> overlooking a, a, like a bay and then you saw um, a big eagly thing Hide, what's they called? Launching. What they've got a name? It's not. It's not a griffin, is it? It's not. A gri- that's not a griffin. No, it's not a griffin. It's like a griffin, but it looks more human. It's a like bird. It's a, yeah, a bird, it's right? Big, big bird. bird. Man. Yeah. So uh, it's a, the twenty fifth of February, twenty twenty. It says it's a storybook adventure about a forgotten hero on a quest to save the Greek gods. Okay. It's brought to you by the guys that bought you Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Okay. Well, there you go. That you can see where that influence has come from. Uh, yeah. Um, Ubisoft is launching its own game subscription service. <laughs> 
Uplay Plus. Yeah, uh, costs fifteen euros a month, and they'll get access to a library of over hundred Ubisoft games and all their DLC, and it will include early access uh, to stuff like Watch Dogs Legion. And it launched on the third of September in twenty twenty, and it will be playable on Google Stadia and PCs. Okay, so we already have Uplay as like the account of Ubisoft, isn't it? Yes. Your Uplay account. So this is obviously going to be an upgrade to that. Uh, you know, your standard renting games, that sort of stuff. Um, there's a lot of Google Stadia good news, I think, um, in terms of lots of things have said, yeah, we'll be on Google Stadia, we'll be on Google... I mean, Google have got the money to throw at someone to say, make sure this runs on Google Stadia. Um, but yeah, so, uh, yeah, I'm eagerly awaiting that. So, Rocket League kind of has the market cornered for ball-related multiplayer games that make people spend money with wheels, Yes. The closest I can think is Lucio Ball in Overwatch, which is a time-limited event. But that's inside a first-person shooter. That's inside a first-person shooter, yeah. So as a standalone so game, Ubi yes. were like, well, we want some of that sweet, sweet, sweet... Cashola. Cashola. And we've got something with balls and wheels. And what is it? It's roller champions. So by any chance, is that roller skating? It is roller skating crossed with basketball. Okay, so it's... Two different sports they've mixed together. <laughs> it's basically one big roller ring. Yeah. Uh, and you get a ball and you have to slam it in your opponent's goal. Okay, so like... Ro- you can't go what, through the middle. What was that roller derby film that came out not long ago? Oh, yeah, I know what you're going to You can't. know the one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's basically that Yeah. with basketball. Yeah. Okay, fun, fun. <laughs> we'll see how that goes. I'm not going to knock it because, to be honest, I'd never played... The what was it? Super the 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 prequel to um, Rocket League, Super Battle Robot, Jumpy Cars. It had a fucking long ass name. Mark knows it off by heart because he was telling me about it. What? Google what the prequel to Rocket League was called. It was like Super Battle. What is it? I don't know. You typing? I don't think you typing. For fuck's sake. Rocket League. I mean, yeah, prequel might not be the right word, but whatever. Uh, Supersonic Acrobatic Rocket Power Battle Cars. There you go, that one. Right. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, I'd never played that, uh, but played Rocket League mainly because it was a free PS Plus game uh, and absolutely loved it. And so did a lot of my mates who don't like racing or football games, really. Uh, so, maybe, we'll see. Okay, there's a, a few Tom Clancy related Ubisoft things as there normally is. Uh, we got a trailer for Rainbow Six Quarantine, which is the next proper Rainbow Six game, not okay. a online multiplayer. It has got online multiplayer, but it's not, not like the Division. Not Division series. Basically. Okay. Uh, is it a bit more like Rainbow Six Vegas or that yeah, sort of stuff? Well, yeah, but it, it's, they've made it more like a horror game this time. Like you see the guy at the start's got like this thing on his wrist and he's getting slowly infected, and then when he gets to a certain point, it injects him with this thing and it goes back down. So it's got something to do with some sort of virus. Yeah. Uh, but that's literally all they've announced. Just Dance, obviously, is coming out for 2020. It's coming to Switch, PlayStation 4, Xbox One, Stadia, and the Wii. The actual original Wii. The Wii. But not the Wii U. No. The Wii, the Wii. is getting a game in 2019. And it's for, got 2020 on it. Fuck me. So that's that, that'll be... Um... That's got to be the last release for it. Come on. They've got to stop publishing. Until, until Just Dance 2021. Yeah. <laughs> uh, sticking with Tom Clancy, a new mobile strategy game is coming called Tom Clancy's Elite Squad, mm-hmm. which brings characters from multiple Clancy franchises together, like Sam Fisher and Rainbow Six Guy, as it's got here. Like, I already know Sam Fisher. 
Yeah, is there, I don't know the names of anyone else. That's literally it. And Sam Fisher got spun off into his own game. Unless they bring actual Tom Clancy into it. Okay, uh, the Division 2 will be free to play between the 13th and 16th of June. So you've got from tomorrow till Sunday, Sunday. Yeah. to so, play the Division 2 if you want to. Uh, they've announced the um, episodes uh, that are coming out for the DLC. So you've got episode 1, which uh, is going to place you in the National Zoo. Okay. Because they're called DC Outskirts Expeditions, so they're all set in Washington DC okay. on the outskirts. So you've got the National Zoo, uh, the Pentagon, and one's taking you back to New York City, okay. which is obviously well outside of DC. Uh, we got Assassin's Creed Odyssey getting a story creator and discovery tool mode. So the discovery tool was something they added to Assassin's Creed Origins, which was really good. Where is that like a photo mode or something? It's not a photo mode. You could go around and find out history. So you could walk oh, into okay. the buildings and then there'll be descriptions of stuff and what they did there in real life. It was basically like a, a, a walking museum tour. Like Penny nice actually lesson. played an Assassin's Creed game because... Because it was history. I showed her yeah. the tour mode. She didn't play it properly because she ran around people and kept tripping them up because she found that hilarious because it's Penny. <laughs> But like I was only I was meant to show her because the history stuff. But that's she, quite interesting. She found it more interesting that she couldn't kill people, but she could trip them over repeatedly. Okay. With Ptolemy. So yeah, so that's coming. And then um, there's going to be a story creator, which is a quest building mode where players can make their own Assassin's Creed missions, including dialogue and branching pathways, and then share them with other people. Okay. Uh, Rainbow Six Siege's next season is called Operation Phantom Sight, and it's out tomorrow. It says here, so it's probably out now. Okay. Uh, For Honor is getting a new uh, limited time event called Shadows of Hitakori, and it's available this week. I didn't. There's a lot of like this week happening with uh, Ubisoft. It's yeah. like very much like we've done it now. Yeah, I don't know if people are still playing that For Honor. To be honest, I tried to play it when it was the PS4 free game, but I couldn't understand how it works. So fuck it. Uh, Adventure Time, that cartoon, that's a lot of fun. Yeah. It's uh, crossing over with Brawlhalla, which is a 2D version of Smash Brothers, basically. So Jake and Finn and Princess Bubblegum have all been added to the game as playable characters. Uh, plus there's a new buddy match type where you can play as two characters at once. See, And that update was available today and is free until June the 25th. And then it will cost you money. Okay, so it might be worth getting it in your account. <laughs> right, so if there's any fans of Always Sunny in Philadelphia... Which I am one. I enjoy the show. I it's such silly humour that it's great. I just don't find it funny. I just don't. But I think that's because the, the three main characters are so... Unlikeable, which I know is why a lot of people find yeah, it funny. Yeah, that's why I like it. But I, I generally find them so. I like to have at least one. Yeah, but this is the thing. Like, bottom Eddie and Richie are supposed to be unlikable, but mm. I still feel sorry enough for them in some situations for that me to like empathise with them. Yeah. I have no empathy for the three. Yeah, guys. I, I don't they, either. They just they, they bring just, it on they, themselves. And and Danny DeVito, like, just no sympathy for any. But anyway. Uh, what's his name? Rob McElhenney. But what's his name in uh, Mac, Mac in Northern Philadelphia? Uh, they basically they worked with Ubisoft. Uh, they've made a new comedy uh, which is coming to TV uh, about um, the uh, a games company that are making their own MMO, mm-hmm. and it's like a behind the scenes sort of thing, like yeah. a, a mockumentary. So it's not a game, but it's about a game. Yeah, and he's I'm guessing one of the stars. Um, I did, yeah. I saw uh, him on Reddit, like someone posted it up and made a joke about it being a new episode, you know, the time we went to E3 or something. Um, and his missus was in the crowd. That's a, a lot of people knew he was there as well because his missus is the other ca- the woman, main woman character from Philadelphia. Yeah. Sweet D. Um, so they were both there. Um, it, again, it looks right. I like them sort of, you know, little mockumentary type stuff. They're quite funny normally. Uh, John um, Bethnal bought a dog. 
Oh, when he announced Ghost Recon 5. Yeah, I mean, he didn't have to bring his dog. I think people like John Bethnal anyway. Um, But yeah, I think he won over the internet with his dog. Um, Yeah, so they've made him... I mean, everyone's got a bloody um, celebrity in their game now. So we've got Keanu Reeves. We've got John Bethnal. Uh, Who else was there? Uh, There was uh, Forrest Whitaker Yes. The Star Wars game. Yeah, so basically we've got... If, if you're a celebrity and you want to be in a game, now's your time, I think. Yeah. Uh, someone will put you in their game. Um, yeah, so what did you think of... Ubi? Ubi. Uh, other than Watch Dogs, everything else is not really something I'm interested in, pretty much. Uh, that that game by the Assassin's Creed obviously goes like Gods and Monsters is something yeah. I might look into. But I'll wait until there's more details available on that. But yeah, like Watch Dogs Legion is the one game that I took from there that so I really, really would like to play. Yeah, I'd agree with you. I wouldn't go as far to say I want to play Watch Dogs 3. I think it looks quite good. Yeah, because I've think, not really got into Watch Dogs yeah, 1 or 2. Yeah, I'm not a fan of the series. Like, that is something yeah. that I'd like to play. So, over, I've never been a big Ubisoft person. Not because I hate them, not because I hate their games. I just never really got into them. I played, like, the first Assassin, first two Assassin's Creed's and I haven't really played them since then. See, I'm weird. So, like, I, like, everybody says that the Assassin's Creed game that got them into Assassin's Creed was, like, Assassin's Creed 2. Mm. Uh, and... I enjoyed that one, but I never finished it. The only Assassin's Creed game I've ever, I've only ever finished one, and that's the first one. I'm, mm. Like the others, I always end up falling out. I really like them. Yeah. Like I especially like Assassin's Creed Syndicate because it's set in London. Yeah. And I like the characters in it. Mm-hmm. I have a crush on Evie, but like fair enough. Yeah. Like, but I I haven't completed that game. Yeah. Black uh, Flag, I heard good things about. Origins is really good. Mm. Black Flag's really good, and again, I really like the main character in that because uh, he was also. Um, Constantine in the Constantine TV, TV series that got cancelled. Okay. Poor dude. But, like, yeah, he's really good and he's really good in that game. Uh, and I've enjoyed Origins and I've enjoyed Odyssey. I mean, they're massive games. Mm. And I haven't finished them because they're massive games. Uh, I'll go back to them. But, like, yeah, it, it, they, I like, I do like the Assassin's Creed game because I can dip in and out of them. But, it, yeah, I get what you mean. Like, I've never been totally, like, what, yeah. to be honest, the ones that everybody likes really shouts about, which is the Ezio Aldatori ones, I don't really like, and I haven't really played. I've only really played the second one. I haven't played the rest of those ones because he did two more, didn't he? Mm. Like Brotherhood and something else. Brotherhood and there was number three. Yeah, no, no, I have played three. I had three on the Wii U. It's a fucking awful game. Yeah, number three wasn't number three, was it? Because that yeah. came out after Brotherhood, so that was confusing as shit. Yeah, it was one of. The, anyway, anyway, yeah. So yeah, uh, I, I, Watch Dogs is the main Ubisoft thing. I'm looking forward to. Yeah, that's fair enough. So, um, right. Anyone else appeared at uh, E3? Save the best for last. PlayStation went there, though. <laughs> so, and I may be slightly biased, but I, I, <laughs> I don't do the Nintendo won E3 or whoever won E3 because, like, my mate Carl put up that like Square won E3, and I was like, I really hate that phrase. I really do yeah. because nobody wins. It's not a fucking competition. Yeah, they're just getting their information out and trying to avoid leaks, which, as we discussed, Nintendo did yeah. relatively well. Yes. So, Nintendo did the Nintendo Direct. Up at this point, everybody was like, what the fuck are they going to show? Because they've already done a Direct for Pokemon last week. Yeah, and basically gave away everything. And gave away everything. So, and they hadn't announced really any... I said this to you earlier, you know, they haven't Mm. really announced anything coming out for this year. They tend to drip feed stuff, don't they, nowadays? like, early last year, they put out a little infographic, didn't they, with, like, this is what's coming out in the next month or so, this is what's coming in the summer, this is coming later this year at some point. And, okay, there wasn't tons on it, but at least we had sort of an overview of the main titles. Yeah. Um, 
They haven't released anything like that this year, but no. what they have done is... A Nintendo Direct that when you want some games, here's some fucking yeah. games. They basically lobbed games left, right and centre. Should we cover some DLC first? Yes. So, Smash is getting a, uh, a couple of new fighters uh, as part of its fighters uh, pack that you can get. Obviously, the first uh, one that they released earlier this year is um, the guy uh, Joker from Persona 5, yeah. uh, which also nets you... Bear in mind, these, I think these packs are great value for money because yeah. not only do you get a character, you get a, stage. Which you, you get a stage, and you get new music as well. Mm-hmm. So that, that I always think that's a bit of a bargain. Yeah. Um, so the first one they announced was Dragon Quest Heroes Hero. Yeah. I don't know what he's called. He's called Hero because you name him in the game. Okay. He's like Link, so he's but deep, he hasn't got a default name. De- so he's just called Hero. The hero. Okay, fair enough. So, uh, but yep. you get four versions of him. Okay. Which you like different costumes. So you get him from, I think it's uh, 11, which is the newest one. Yeah. Um, Eight, seven, and three, I think, are the three okay. ones that you get. So you a get bit of from. a mix of the ages of Dragon Quest and that. Yeah. yeah. So you get, you get all those. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's... They showed mostly the one from Eleven because Eleven is the one they're showcasing. Because you is, is it going to be one character with multiple skins or four? It's one characters? character and multiple skins. Okay. But the way they do it on Smash Net with multiple skins is they still sometimes have different move sets. Okay, so if you change your skin, it can change. It up can. To it might change. They didn't really show, so we don't really know. Okay, but you are getting also an exclusive stage and some Dragon Quest music. Okay, which I'll be very interested to see if it's actually proper Dragon Quest music because we had this conversation about how much of a dick the composer is well which which, coming to that which it isn't because Dragon Quest they probably will have because Dragon Quest 11S the special edition it's coming out uh, over here it's coming out over here and it's got all of the licensed music from Japan that the PS4 version didn't have right So, so maybe there's some Nintendo thing going on. Yeah, maybe. So maybe they'll get it on okay. uh, that. Uh, the other fighter announced in what I thought was an amusing little trailer was one that fans have been asking for for ages, but were sure that they weren't going to get because of the whole Rare being sold to Microsoft, which is kind of giving it away, but it's Banjo-Kazooie. No, it wasn't. It was the uh, Duck Hunt Dog. Yeah, it was the Duck Hunt Dog. What are you on about? Huh? <laughs> I, I stopped watching the minute the Duck Hunt Dog got revealed. Um, yeah, so they did a bit of a teaser with uh, Donkey Kong and Croc and everybody. Doc- Donkey Kong, K. Rool and Diddy Kong, which are yeah. three characters that... Um, well, Donkey Kong obviously is a Nintendo character, but that version is the version that Rare made for the, yeah. for the game. Uh, and the silhouette appears and then it's not him. It's the duck hunt dog and uh, a duck yeah uh, but then it quickly cuts away and it is actually uh, Banjo Kazooie um, yeah so they are well one character as you say they work together in the in the game so they come as one um, and then we just saw a lot of gameplay type footage with him battering everyone with yeah there's one thing I did like about when I watched the Nintendo Direct is mm. pretty much everything like the big announcements not the little ones that didn't near the end which we'll go through mm had gameplay footage yeah it wasn't just a cg trailer mm-hmm. so that was good yeah. <laughs> at least nintendo were like you want to see what it runs like so that's good i mean um, i mean if it's a, if it's a switch game i'm not belittling the switch but it's probably a bit easier to show gameplay footage because it's not as graphically intensive etc yeah. so it's probably, that's probably one reason but yeah they, they did have a lot of gameplay footage themselves so. so they showed some stuff from animal crossing new horizon uh, mm-hmm. which is currently um if you go on nintendo's youtube page they're doing stuff all the way through till tomorrow I think where they're showing off uh, new stuff for, new it. Stuff for okay. it so they've extended the E3 for that bit yeah it's sort of a way to apologise that it's now been put back because it was initially meant to come out this year it's mm-hmm. now been put back until early next year mm-hmm. uh, it's called Animal Crossing New Horizon and it's set on a desert island Okay. Um, it wasn't on the trailer that I showed 
I showed you briefly, uh, well, well, they showed you briefly on Triple Jump. Mm-hmm. But there's a bit where basically you get to see him setting up the island and you're talk, like setting up your little thing on the island and go around and talking to people. And then right at the very end, that fucking Tom Nook comes <laughs> over and he's like, here's your bill. Because <laughs> that's, that's, what, that's what a prick does. That prick does. If you've never played an Animal Crossing game, Tom Nook is a cunt. I uh, I might get it, but more so like for L because I know L likes Animal Crossing. Yeah, it uh, looks stuff, it looks so. really good. I might pick it up. It'll be the first Animal Crossing game I've got since I got the GameCube one, which is uh, basically a, a re-release of the N sixty four one that never got released over here. Which let's go on a slight tangent. Did you have any news for later about Animal Crossing? I'm gonna guess no. The no. GameCube version. Some guy has been in the news recently because he's kept his GameCube village going since release. And wow. Still kept it going. Um, which is horrendously impressive. He says sometimes he's gone for like a few weeks or maybe a month or so without going back to it, but enough time he can go back and sort yeah, stuff Yeah, because it runs on a real-time clock, yeah, doesn't it? Um, but he's kept it going, so it's probably the longest running Animal Crossing Village on the GameCube. But anyway, I thought that was quite a nice little bit of it. Not that I've said that I'm very excited, Matthew, about this game, but I keep saying I'm very excited about this game. So uh, I can't say I've ever heard of this Legend of Zelda thing. Yeah. Um, uh, so Link's name. Awakening, which is one of my all-time favorite Zelda games from the Game Boy, yeah. uh, has been remade. Uh, yeah, it's so we, we already um, knew it was going to be. We had yeah. that announcement a few months ago. We got ago, to see yeah. a bit more of the beautiful graphic style that it's got, mm-hmm. which is a little bit claymation. Yeah, um, there's nice. also going to be an amiibo for that, which I will have to get. Claymation link, like a claymation link. Yeah, yeah. I will sell my soul to get that amiibo. Mm-hmm. Um, it's coming out on the 20th of September, uh, and it's going to have a mini sort of create your own dungeon. So as you go through the game, you'll unlock um, rooms for this dungeon, and then you can create it, and then like go in and just play it to your heart's content, and you can always make a new dungeon. And you get like rewards for doing it. Yeah, as well. and you'll get rewards. Uh, it's and it's hosted by Don Play the Grave Digger from Ocarina of Time. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it'd be interesting if they allow that to be shared, so you could like with get your mate to go in your dungeon, so you make it as hard as possible or something for them, and they get yeah. rewards for that. There was no announcement of like multiplier type stuff, but we'll see. I haven't played this game that the Legend of Zelda's crossed over with, which is the Crypt and Necro Dancer, but it's a rhythm RPG. Yeah, so this one I thought was a bit weird, but because it's a crossover you with something else. Move yeah. to the beat of the music yes. and attack to the beat of the music. It looks quite yeah, original. Yeah, so, so the the better you time it, the more damage you do, the more successful your attacks are. Is that how, I'm guessing how it works. Yeah, yeah, and basically this has got like a rock remix of Zelda soundtracks. Okay, uh, it's got Zelda characters in it, and that is out tomorrow. Okay. Uh, 13th of June uh, Luigi's Mansion 3 is coming to the Switch mm-hmm. uh, it has got couch co-op mm-hmm. where you can play as Gooigi yeah so um, you've got your stat- there's a few new mechanics with these um- it had the name the gun the sucky the poltergust Pol- poltergust yeah um, but it's now the poltergust uh, po- something the G-O-O oh goost like that. no it's the Poltergust G O O the Poltergoo. Ah uh, right, okay, so it's a different version of it. Okay, yeah. So it's got it's got a couple new modes. There was like a slam thing, wasn't there? So basically, they've added a jump which you didn't have before. Yeah, and you can pick, you can slam a, a ghost onto others, and yeah, you can use stuff to like plungers to grab stuff and slam yeah. it, and you can slam ghosts around there which you couldn't do before, and you can slam them into other ghosts to cause extra damage. And then they've added this. Gooigi, which is basically Luigi but made of goo, mm. uh, that can go over different obstacles that Luigi can't but doesn't do well with water. Will go down the drain if, drain if yeah. he's in water. So he can go through spikes, he can go through metal grates. That's so, all. so if you're playing by yourself, you'll be able to swap between the two. Yep. If you're playing with a partner, you can um, play one each 
Um, yeah. So there'll be probably some parts. I think where they, they had at one point like to. six people on there as well, didn't they? Uh, yeah. I think it was eight. They had yeah. uh, some kind of multiplayer where there was four Luigi's and four Gooigi's, yeah. uh, different coloured ones, so you could tell who was who. And so there, you know, there'll be quite some good puzzles and stuff to solve with them. Ninja are always good for their uh, couch co-op or mm-hmm. uh, whatever. Um, Demon X Machina, which is the um, anime style. Uh, Big fighty robot game. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's got a release date now. It's coming out on the thirteenth uh, of September because everything's fucking coming out in, sept- in September. Yeah, uh, it still looks pretty good. I played the demo. Uh, I'm a bit like mm, I'll see what it's, I'll see what reviews and stuff are like when it comes out. If not, I'll pick. I'll say on the cheap, but, but it's a Switch game. I'll probably pick it up off the eShop if it goes on mm-hmm. the cheap. Uh, no More Heroes 3 is in development, but if you played Travis Strikes Again, which I didn't, uh, you'd know that because at the very end of Travis Strikes Again, that was released previously, mm-hmm. they teased that No More Heroes 3 was coming out. Yep. It will arrive in 2020. Yeah. Uh, it had you, I, you didn't see the trailer, but I, I did. It's a pretty cool little trailer just okay. with like, you think it's this other thing, completely different thing, like this guy's dressed up in all this armour and stuff, and, and then he ends up fighting that. Travis. Okay. So... Uh, the Pokemon Plus controller can be used with Pokemon Sword and Shield, but we knew that because it was uh, announced in... Pokemon Sword and Shield Direct. Yeah, I think uh, like it, it's a good thing because a lot of people were saying that Mew was basically a fifty dollar DLC because it's the only way to get Mew in your Let's Go games was to buy the Pokeball Plus, and you couldn't buy it used either because if you bought it used and someone's already taken the Mew out, then that's it. So it was like a weird. So people are a little bit annoyed. I I have bought one. I haven't actually transferred the Mew across, um, but I have bought one. But to be able to use it on more games as well, at least makes it a bit more usable. Plus, because it's a controller, because you can take it out and about. At least it's adding to the uses for it, which is good. So that's pretty much, apart from one big announcement that was at the very, very end, which yes. we will leave until the end of this. That's fine. Uh, that's all the stuff that is officially like a Nintendo game. Uh, yeah, that's so like either by them or by second parties. Part. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so then we get third party games. And as we know, Matt, nobody gives Nintendo third party games. No, no. 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 Well, that was the previous generation. The Switch has now been inundated with third-party games. And I, think, as much as people... I think people are realising that the Switch thing's not so bad. No. Uh, so Square Enix, as I mentioned previously, uh, announced a bunch of remakes. Mm-hmm. And then they announced some more remakes on uh, the Nintendo Direct, yeah. uh, which are exclusive the, at the moment to the Switch. Yeah. One of those is Trials of Mana, which is a HD re- complete remaster like they did previously with the Secret, Secret of Mana of one. Money, yeah. um, of the third game in the same... Sinsendetsu, I can never pronounce it. Saikendetsu series. Saiken so Dense- the second Dense- game, Dense- yeah, Dense- the second game like is Secret of Mana, which was right. the only released over here as as one as the first game. Mm-hmm. Which is this is where it gets confusing. The very first game was called Final Fantasy Adventure, and that was on the Game Boy. Right. And then the third game was released on Super Nintendo, but only in Japan. Okay. It's been called Trials of Mana because that's what they decided. to Called it translated, and that will be coming out uh, at some point in early 2020. But that's not the best part. They also announced that on that day, you could buy the Secret of Mana collection, which is all three of these games, including the SNES version fully translated of Senkin Detsu 3, mm-hmm. on the Switch. So you can get the original Game Boy game, the original, the original Game Boy game, um, uh, obviously the original Super Nintendo game, yeah. and then you get the original um, third Secret of Mana game, all in one pack. I'm going to buy that just yep. for the third game, and it will be the fourth or fifth copy of Secret of Mana I've had in my <laughs> lifetime. And I, you know what? I don't care. It's fucking awesome. So I was really fucking stoked for that until I went on Switch and saw it's thirty-five quid. 
Okay. Well, it is three games. But it's it is not three bad. games, it's and it is a game, game that has it? never been released outside of Japan. Yeah. You can... My, I have seen my brother play it on ZSNES because he got a fan translation patch, but it was not the best. Okay. But this is an official translation. This is an official translation. It's completely in English, okay. and it's completely localised, and you've got one of the best RPGs of all time in there, in my point of view, as well. So I, th- I think... Because um, if this Trials of Man is getting effectively with the Secret of Mana treatment in that it's getting a remake and released over here I think a lot of people were disappointed with the Secret Man re-release remake whatever yeah but like people had experienced that original game what they, haven't, they haven't done it so so I don't think it's got the same scope to I don't want to say the word fail yeah. but, but not be as good as people expected yeah. so there's going to be a, be a lot less people that have played this like because like I said my brother played it on Z Snares but mm. that was because he downloaded every single Snares ROM that he could find and when we found out that Secret of Man was originally called Sinking Dead 2 and he saw one called Sinking Dead 2 3 he downloaded that, that that's one he downloaded um, so yeah um, I'm looking forward to it I'll, mm-hmm. I'll get the remake just because like I haven't really played the second one and I will get uh, the third one I will get that but I'll probably I, pick them up, it's, especially if they like Switch exclusive. I'll probably pick them up on the Switch because I'm, I'm going to um, say right now before we finish this, there's more stuff that I've seen coming out on the Switch that I want to get this year and next year than there was on anything else. <laughs> well, they've released a lot. Um, yeah, I'll probably pick it up because you rave on about Secret of Mana series. Um, well, we did a little bit of yeah, Let's Play, didn't we? We did do a little bit of a Let's Play. Yeah, so I'll, I'll probably pick them up. I think it's fair playing the second one, the. The, well, the first one, whatever, uh, as as uh, two people. Okay. But apparently, the one's better to play as, as a, you can play it better as a single player. Okay. They kind of like put more of an emphasis on that, but like they're I both think, playable I, in both ways. Both playable but... in both ways, but like they are. I think they are more enjoyable if you've got somebody, especially if you've got somebody like when you were playing with me. I found it enjoyable showing your head to get to that game. Yeah. So, uh, as I discussed earlier, Dragon's Quest Eleven S, which is the definitive edition, is coming to the Switch, but mm-hmm. we now have a date, which is the twenty seventh of September, because why not? Everything else is coming out in September. So either September or it's next year, uh, yeah. March or holiday if it's the Xbox. So yeah, I will get that because I held off getting the PlayStation Four version because uh, yeah. I quite like the. Dragon Quest series. Um, but at least you get the original music now. Yeah. Uh, the thing that we said that may not happen has happened. Yes. Uh, so you did call this. I did. You did call this. I'll give you that one. Um, and get that shit in my veins. <laughs> Witcher 3 Definitive Edition is yeah. coming to the Switch. Um, which... I can take Geralt in the bath on the go. <laughs> um, yeah, as, as we've discussed with the Switch... It doesn't have the best graphics in the world, so The Witcher 3 is not going to look like it is running on your PS4. Nope. But it doesn't matter, because that's not the point. The no. point is the that point you've is got a game as big as The Witcher as 3, the Witcher 3 I'm gonna Definitive be... Edition, on Portable. I'm going to be very interested to see. Inside. Very interested to see how that's going to fit. Yeah. Because that's going to be half on the card and half a download at least. Yeah, that that will be one with the stupid notification at the top on the box. That yeah, because it's like an almost eighty download. gig install on the PS4. Yeah. I mean, it's going to be a lot less because the graphics are going to be toned down. down, and a lot of your your game that you download on your PS4 is graphics, right? The, and textures and stuff. The the actual game code is not that big. Uh, I mean, I'm not saying it's one megabyte, but the majority is your textures and your visuals and everything like that, and sound and, sound and things like that. So, um, yeah, so it's going to be a lot less than 80, but, you know, it's going to be a big game. It's going to be one where you're going to have to have your SD card, I think. I don't think you'll necessarily fit it internally. No. 
Unless you got absolutely nothing. So else yeah, I'm, I'm excited for that. Yeah. Uh, that is that is sometime this year. They didn't yeah. give it a release date, but I'm going to assume like Christmassy time sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, two of the worst Resident Evil games are coming out on the Switch. If you really care, so Resident Evil Five and Six are coming out. Uh, was that the one? One of those was the one they claimed to be racist. Was that uh, Resident Evil Five is the South African one, which yeah. we thought was racist, yeah. and Resident Evil Six is just dog shit. Yeah, that's the one with the giraffe sucking, being sucked by a girl on the cover or something like that. Yeah, it's, yeah. I, I just know it more for the memes and the and the taking the piss out of it than. It's also the, the one game. where, like, roided up Chris punches a boulder into oblivion. I've seen that on YouTube. Yeah, that's also a meme. Fun fun. Uh, we're getting a new contra. It's 2019 and we're getting a new contract. Konomi are making Konomi are making a new game that's not Pro Evolution Soccer. Fuck me. Or a Pachenko Metal Gear Solid machine. Uh, and it's an is it this is a new contract? It's brand new. Brand new, not a remake, not a nothing like that. No. Okay. It's called Contra Rocor and it's gonna have online multiplayer for four or local for four players. And also they announced that today, again, when this was done, which was yesterday. Mm-hmm. Contra Anniversary Collection is available. Okay. So that is a collection of all the Contra games across all of the different... Fo- that is a lot of Contra games. And some of those won't have been released as Contra over here, will they? No, there's Pro, Pro Rector, Rector Pro and Super C. And, yeah, and yeah. Super Pro Rector is on there as well. Okay, so yeah. So uh, if you want to actually own Contra, there you go. That's probably your way to get it. Sticking with some remakes, uh, one that I'm looking forward to because I played the original on the Sega Saturn, uh, Panzer Dragoon, which was completely out of the blue. Nobody expected this yep. to be, to be uh, uh, released. Uh, it's getting a complete remake. Mm-hmm. Uh, unfortunately, it's not Panzer Dragoon Saga, but as we know, there's severe issues with they lost the source code and stuff for that. And did you know, I, I was watching um, Stop Skeletons Providing today, two people died making that game. What, Saga? Yeah. How? Like, from stress and overwork. Oh, shit. Because <laughs> they were trying to no bill it. The price they were trying so to bill it as the Final Fantasy VII killer. Right. Okay, so they were working day and night. To yeah, yeah. Them. Shit, man. I, th- I thought uh, work conditions were bad at some companies now. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's coming uh, this winter at some point. It looks beautiful. It-, it is a really pretty looking game. Well, I thought it did from mm-hmm. the trailer. Apart from when it had loading stuck in the middle because my shitty internet. But um, I-, I-, I will pick that up because I really like Panzer Dragoon. Thoughts? Yeah. Uh, I've played the first one on emulator with Ian. Yeah. Um, it you know it seems like a decent game. I've never been into Panzer Dragoon, but again, it might be something. I if you have Panzer Dragoon Auto on the Xbox, it's an unlockable on the game. The original on the original Xbox. Okay. So you can get the first game. It's play. It's still the Saturn, but it's been emulated. And okay. this is because he mentions that in um, the Stop Scandals with Fighting video because he was like, "Why is there a problem emulating Saturn games? Because they did it with Panzer Dragoon in a or, game. In a game, and they were both like." Um, so that literally it was software emulation which is the fucking softest way to do it yeah. and it ran fine yep okay but apparently you can't emulate Saturn games they've only just started to be able to do it nowadays I don't and this know. was like back when the original I can't Xbox have ever looked at um, too, too many I think yeah when we did yeah, try it yeah because there are copies of Panzer Dragoon but... Saga floating around you can get the ROM like off the yeah. internet well, the ISO. You can get it off the internet, but it apparently it run. runs fucking horrendous yeah. in any... I don't think it was Saga we played when we when we ran it on him, and I think it was the original. Matthew, did you ever watch the film Dark Crystal? No. Right. So this is going to be very short, because I haven't either. But I know, I know vaguely what it's about. It's like Fantasy Monsters <laughs> by Jim Henson. There's a Netflix TV series coming, and apparently, out of nowhere, there's a tactics RPG coming for the Switch. Okay. Uh, it's got a claymation style. Um, it looks fairly simple looking, anyway. If you look at it, but okay. I like tactics RPG. So if it 
gets decent reviews, I might pick it up. Yeah, I think the first one I played was Final Fantasy Tactics. And uh, yeah, I quite like that. So. so we're getting also a game from John Romero, uh, the creator of Doom. If yeah, you don't know and, who that is. Um, what was it Dai Katana? Yeah, let's so, not let's yeah. not mention that. <laughs> uh, along with Paradox Interactive, and he's called Empire of Sin, and it's exclusive to Switch, which is really fucking random. Mm-hmm. It's about 1930s speakeasies and gangsters. Okay, that's an interesting. It looks um, like from the trailer a bit like XCOM, but with gangsters. So you'll probably enjoy that one. I will enjoy the shit out of that if it's any good. Um, I'll, I'll wait. Like the trailer literally didn't show you an awful lot, so it was a very short trailer. When's that coming? Is it September? Uh, no, uh, spring 2020. Right. Uh, so then we had like a sizzle reel which showed you like a brief uh, thing of games that are coming out for the Switch. Mm-hmm. So we got the Switch version of Spyro the Dragon Trilogy, which okay. is out the 3rd of September. Which is already on the PS4 and Xbox yeah. and everything. Yeah. Uh, the remaster of Neo no Kunai. The, the uh, original one. The original one, which mm-hmm. is on uh, PS3 exclusive, but mm-hmm. that's coming out on everything, but it'll be out on the 20th of September, because why not? More September games. Minecraft Dungeons, which we've already said was coming out, which is out spring 2020. The Sinking City, which is out in autumn 2019, which is... Probably September. Uh, probably. <laughs> uh, a so Not a survival horror, but a horror game based around Cthulhu okay. mythology. Uh, it's already out on other platforms. Um, Alien Isolation is coming out on the Egg, Switch. That's another big game. Which is another big game. Yeah. Uh, and New Super Lucky's Tale, which like is a platform game, which looks quite fun, to be fair. And then there was stuff for Mario Sonic at the Tokyo Olympics and Dead by Daylight and Dauntless. And that is like Dead, Dead almost, by Daylight on the Switch. Yeah, almost everything for the Switch. Apart from the very end, we got a teaser for a sequel... It's a Breath of the Wild. We did. We did. We didn't get much, and we didn't get a name or and anything. And it was fucked up. It was very dark, that yeah, trailer. Yeah, it was... Um, what's that face that was upside down? The one that they didn't like on Triple Jump. Oh, well, this is the thing. Nobody knows who that is. Like, so, the people think it's either Ganon's body, because Ganon in... Um, Breath of the Wild is mm. basically a big energy monster that's like the final, they've said the final form of Ganon, mm-hmm. but they're saying it's either Ganon's desiccated corpse. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think the other options are Varty, who is um, an evil spirit that's been in other Zelda games. He was in Minchcap, was one of the ones he was in, and he's been in, not um, Link's Awakening, one of the other Game Boy ones, either Oracle of Ages or Oracle of Seasons, I'm sure he's in one of those. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think he's been in one of the DS ones as well, actually. Uh, or Demise, which was the main boss out of Skyward Sword. Okay. So those are the ones that are being floated around, or it could be a new character, but there's a lot of pointers. Like, um, There's a good video, if you watch, by the outside Xbox guys. Um, like They dig into it a little bit, and they're like, who's this guy and who could he be? Okay. So, yeah, uh, various characters could be. It does look dark. It reminds me a lot, especially with the music of Majora's Mask. Mm-hmm. Uh, apparently, when that, they, that's probably the darkest uh, Zelda yeah, yeah. game. Apparently, so far, when yeah. they asked uh, Anuma about it, because obviously he's the the, uh, the thing you run out, they said, "Oh, it looks dark like Majora's Mask." And he went, "Actually, it's darker than Majora's Mask." Okay. Uh, and he said they were inspired to do it after playing Red Dead Redemption Two. Oh, okay, so it's a relatively recent thing then. Hmm. Oh, okay. Uh, so yeah. Breath of the Wild yeah. Two is is coming at some point. It doesn't say when. Don't expect it anytime soon because it it very much was a here's a little teaser and we don't even know what it's called because they just they literally called it a follow up to Breath of the Wild, didn't they? So. Right. So that is all of the E3 news. What that did is, you think of the Nintendo conference? I they won E3. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Um, yeah, I, I think it was very good. Um, lots and lots of surprises, which I think is better. I don't like the spoilers. It doesn't ruin it for me, but it kind of like if you've seen all the spoilers, what's the point in watching E3? Which, to be fair, I've been busy with work the last few days, so the last couple of days at E3 I haven't really been following at all. Um, but yeah, no, I, th- I think they did well. I think any Zelda news is always good. Yep. Especially when it's a teaser for the next main series game. Yeah. I mean, Obviously, I would be happy with just the Link's Awakening stuff, to be fair. Yeah. I mean, we already knew that, but we, we got some good good gameplay gameplay footage and a couple of mechanics, uh, the, the new dungeon type thing. Um, Pokemon news is always good for me. They've kind of got, got the majority of it, but we got a little bit more, actually, we haven't mentioned. Um, they did release... Not release. They showed two new Pokemon. Yep. One of which we know is an electric corgi called Yampa, which yep. again everybody loves and wants to die for on the internet. <laughs> Everyone wants to die for everything right now. Um, the other one was a water type that, well, we th- assume it's a water type used by the, the water gym leader that they introduced, but we don't know the name. And I could dig into the leak and try and work it out, but I'm not, can't be asked. So it was just some kind of water Pokemon. Um, and Yampa can be Dynamaxed. It looks like most things can be Dynamaxed and whatever. Um, shall we stick with the other Pokemon news that you had up while I'm on it? Um, so we mentioned last week about Pokemon Home. Yeah. And the ability to import Pokemon one way from all your other games and then send them two ways between Home and Sword and, Sh- Sword and Shield. Uh, however, they're not allowing you to send every Pokemon into Sword and Shield. Yeah. You are limited to those that are in the Galar, Galarian, whatever, Pokedex. Um, if you don't know about how regional Pokedex works, basically, since Gen... Well, it was kind of in Gen 2, but not really. Uh, in Gen 3 onwards... Not every Pokemon was available in that game. You had to trade from a different sort of part of that generation. Like like for Ruby and Sapphire, you had to trade from Fire Red, Leaf Green, because they were the Gen 1 remakes, to get some of the Pokemon. Um, mainly because of you know memory constraints and just having enough routes and towns and water to, to actually get all the Pokemon, because they, they start again a lot. And so you have regional dexes which cover what's available in your game, and then you can trade in other things from external Pokedexes and get the whole collection. So there's going to be a Galar Pokedex. Um, it does. We don't know how big it's going to be, so it could be... We, the leak said it was about 130 Pokemon, and there is definitely going to be some original Pokemon in there, because we've seen Rhydon, we've seen Lucara, we've seen Arcanine, we've seen Snova, we've seen, we've seen lots of original stuff. So I would say that the regional Pokedex is going to be somewhere between 200 and 300. Because that's what they tend to be. Two hundred is, you know, about what the regionals are. You're not going to be able to put everything across. Um, if you've got a Switch game, which okay is powerful, but it's got a cold like pff, 800, 900 Pokemon, it might be a bit much. So I don't know. Maybe there'll be an update. Maybe there won't. I don't know. But at the moment, they're just saying that you won't be able to send everything across. So you'll only be able to send across what's available in the game. Anyway, so you might not use home as much as you might thought. Anyway, that's Pokemon. That yeah. is Pokemon. That is Pokemon. That is Pokemon. So, Dr. Disrespect got uh, banned from Twitch and <laughs> had his E3 badge revoked. Yeah, so uh, if you don't know, Dr. Disrespect is a relatively popular streamer on Twitch. Yeah. Um, he is a two-time champion blockbuster video game 1983 or something. It's a lot of bollocks, but it's yeah. his character in it. Um he uh, was streaming and not 
streaming piss. I mean, he probably was streaming piss in the bathroom, but he was streaming from the bathrooms of E3. While there was other people in the background using the urinal. Which is obviously a privacy issue. It and... is a violation of the California's invasion of, invasion of privacy law. There you go. And, you know, possible graphic content, depending if you catch someone at the wrong moment. Um, yeah. So he has been banned from Twitch. Now, does it say if it's a permanent or just a temporary or whatever? It doesn't say. I, I, won't, I wouldn't assume it would be permanent because he is a big guy on Twitch. He's not the biggest, but he is a relatively big guy to watch on Twitch. Ian introduced me to him a year or so ago. And um, he, he's, he's been in trouble before. I think he cheated on his wife and stuff. So, yeah, yeah. so he's had some contra- controversy around him before. And yeah, so I can't imagine. And he got, I assume, kicked out of E3. Yeah, and, and then took his badge off him. Took his badge, so he can't get back in. Um, yeah, I mean, it's part of his character. His name is Dr. Disrespect, so he's not there to be nice to people. His character is not being nice, but at the same time, that's a bit far, but whatever. So don't go to E3 and stream in the bathroom unless it's piss. If you're having a piss, if you're streaming that, that's fine, but not onto Twitch. Don't we on Twitch either. Just be a normal person. I don't even know where we're going anymore. No. Well, Seems that we, we don't know where we're going. <laughs> So Dragon Quest Eleven is coming. It is. And so is a slime pro controller. <laughs> Look at how beautiful that looks. Look it looks at like it. a ball. Right, so if you know the Dragon Quest slimes, they look you look like uh, the best way to describe them is a blue top of a uh, what are those little sweets? Um ice gems. Ice gems. It yeah. looks like a blue ice gem, basically. Yeah, with, uh, a, with a little smiley face. So the bottom of it is the controller and the top bit looks like a slime. Apparently so it's got a point on the bottom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but the best part is it comes with a little cardboard chest you can slot your switch in. Oh shit, that's quite cool. I hadn't seen that. I'd seen the controller, but I hadn't seen So I ah, see so you switch you put the is that a charging dock for it, I assume? No, that that's literally... Just oh, that, stand. Oh, that's a charging dock for the, okay, the thing. So, yeah. Right, so you get a cardboard chest which has a charging dock for the controller and you put it upside down on mm-hmm. and then it looks like a a slime with a crane thing on. on top and of the then chest. it's got the slot for your switch, switch, but it doesn't charge your switch. No, it's just a cardboard okay, holder. So it just looks pretty. I just thought that was amazing. So that's I had to that's show. very Nintendo, of course. Uh, <laughs> well, they did a PS4 one that you could get a PS4 version, version of, of that, that controller. I could, okay. But that's, this one's for the Switch. I don't know, but I mean, with a big point on the bottom, it's not something that's going to be very easy to take around or stand up, whatever. But when you put it on top of that chest, it does look quite cool. I'll give them that. So the Final Fantasy VII Remake Special Edition, Matthew, mm-hmm. costs two hundred and seventy pounds. Right. With which you get cloud on a. Bike. Right, you get a cloud on a bike, you get a steel book, yep. you get an art book, yep. you know, you probably get the keys to the fucking office. Uh, you get um, three summons, because there's, th- there's two like, other versions of the same game where you get one summon and then two, one's character and I can't remember what the other ones are. Okay, so you get a little bit of adding for your game and you get probably a pretty something else, whatever. Anyway, yeah. I, personally I think it's overpriced. The majority of that cost, because a steelbook doesn't cost that much to produce. An art book, yeah, okay, there's obviously work gone into it, so I'm not saying that they should give away for free, but producing an art book is relatively cheap to actually manufacture it. Um, so I think the majority of that cost has gone into the model. Now, it does look a good model. I don't think it's a cheap knockoff shit. I think it is probably going to be quite weighty and quite well built, but I don't think it's worth 260 quid for the whole lot. Nope. But... 260 quid is nothing. That is pocket change compared, compared to what they wanted to, to, to fork out for a Final <laughs> Fantasy VII Remake watch. Now, a Final Fantasy VII Remake watch sounds great. I think that would be a really cool, stylish, you I can, mean hipster, but... You can you know, get cool a Sephiroth or a Cloud one. Uh, the only difference being one is black and one is silver. 
there's no actual design. There is no design. Like literally, that is the two watches. So apparently, apparently, one is silver, one is black. Okay, whatever. Right. They cost Matthew one thousand seven hundred and seventy-eight pounds. Wow. That isn't. I mean, okay. Watches are expensive if you want a good watch, but I mean that's the price for like. You know, a bottom end Rolex, probably. Maybe, maybe not a Rolex. Well, these but I don't really are made out of stainless them. steel. Okay, they're quite. But they do have then. the Seiko movement that charges the watch. Oh, the, yeah, I know the one. The so as, one. as you move your wrist, but I'm pretty it, it sure you the, could get a cheaper steel kinetically charging watch. And paint a seven on it. And paint a seven on it <laughs> and paint it black. Yeah. And do a Rolling Stones for it, paint it black. But there are only 77 of these, so you have okay, to so get in there quite quickly. Okay, so you've got to be really, really... You've got to make your mind up, but you've got to be also a bit like, fuck it, I want it, because you're going to have to get in there quick if you really want it. Yeah. Okay, so that's strange. Uh, I didn't expect there to be a watch for Final Fantasy VII. Um, do you know what would have been better? Is if they didn't do that, but they had the pink digital numbers, like the timer countdowns in the game, that would have been better. Would it would have been cheaper. It would have been a lot cheaper. Uh, and I would have been more, yeah, more inclined to buy that, but never mind. And our last bit of news is Konami related, and they announced it around about E3 in a surprise announcement because everybody else is doing a mini console, so are Konami, yeah. because they own the rights to the Turbo Graphics library. So we are yeah. getting a Turbo Graphics 16 mini. Yes, yeah, so that's it's called something else in Japan, I think, isn't it? That Turbo Graphics was the American name. Uh, PC Engine. PC Engine, that's it. Yeah, PC Engine. Um, yeah, that was the the console that had like slot cards. Yep. Um, so it was a really strange looking bit of kit. Um, if you go on YouTube and watch a few videos on it, it you know it, it, it's typical of the time for graphics. But um, it also looks like you're not going to be getting the TurboGrafx-16 games. You might be getting some of the TurboGrafx CD games as well because the, some of the games that have been announced uh, that are on um, the Japanese version and that are also on the, the North American, American version yeah. were originally CD games, not... So they're going to be able to emulate to CD natively in, in, the, in there as well? Yeah. Okay. So uh, What type of games are on there? Six games have been announced for the North American and Europe release. Okay. And they are R-Type. I used to like R-Type. Uh, YS, uh, Book 1 and 2. Yes, yes. yes. Oh, that one, yeah. Uh, New Adventure Island, Ninja Spirit, Alien Crush and Dragon Explorer. Okay. The Japanese version is getting Bonk's Adventure, Dracula I X, Bonk, yeah. which is basically a Castlevania sort of game. Okay. Uh, the Kung Fu slash China Warrior. Uh, YS1 and 2, Superstar Soldier, and Dungeon Explorer. Those are the first six games that have been announced. Okay. So some of the games cross over a bit, some of them are unique. Okay, so yeah, so we've got... Um, are they different versions of it, or different... So in Japan and Europe, uh, we'll be getting a mini PC engine, because it was a PC engine over here. Was it? Okay. It'll be a Turbo Graphics Mini in America, but over here it's the PC Engine Mini. So what's but the PC Engine Core? I think ours is the PC Engine Core graphics mini. Okay, so basically it's all the same machine, but they're all they all look different and are branded differently. Yes, it's a bit like the SNES, but even more. Options. So like the European one is black and blue. That's the, ours. The American That's, one is big and chunky because of course. Yeah, because of course. And then the PC, PC mini engine. engine mini is basically the one that the Japanese. Yeah, are. that that that's the the Japanese one is the one I've seen online a lot. I think people tend to own yeah. that. Or the Turbo Graphics sixteen American. I, I don't think I've ever seen. They're the quite European rare over version. here. I don't think we did very well over here. So there weren't okay. very many over. I'll have here. to have a look online for some videos. Well, I just thought that was a bit of an interesting tidbit. If you haven't played any of the classic sixteen, you could, a lot of those were released on the Wii Wii's Virtual Console. Okay. Uh, a while back, so. Yeah. So, good stuff. Um, 
All in all, I mean, it wasn't an E3 full of shocks. No, really. uh, as we said, lots of leaks already, and then the ones that weren't leaks weren't necessarily surprises. Yeah, but we're in this strange position now where it is the death throes of the current gen. Mm-hmm. Uh, because obviously next year we'll be ramping up to, uh, towards the launch of uh, the new Xbox Scarlet and possibly the PS5, PS5 at some point. Because me thinks now that Microsoft have announced the release date, Sony are not going to be left behind. No, and I mean, it's, it's a difficult one for Sony because they're either going to have to release at the same time or similar time, or if they go later, they're going to miss the holiday season, which... Okay, he's not going to kill the PS5, but if Xbox have got that one Christmas sales lead on it, yeah. it's going to help. Um, so, I mean, you saw it with the Dreamcast a little bit. I remember a lot of my friends were like, I don't want to wait for the PS2. I'll get the Dreamcast. Even though maybe there were more wanting the PS2 because they had PlayStations. But, um, yeah, so it's a weird one. We'll see what Sony announces. We've said they're sort of drip-feeding when they want to which is fine no one has to release it all at the same time e3 yep. just you know is a good platform for it um so we'll hopefully hear soon about ps5 or whatever it's going to be called but it's going to be called the ps5 let's be honest i'm predicting as well next year you'll probably see something about a new upgraded version of the switch switch 2.0 or 1.5 or whatever you want to call that yeah so maybe a lighter maybe not smaller version what in dimensions, but maybe thinner, maybe slightly better on. There uh, are the those rumours going around that they're going to do a handheld only one, without the dock. In. Without the dock, mm-hmm. but you can still put it in a dock, and you can still attach. But you can't. And no, the Joy Cons are like fused. No, be basically, it'll okay. basically be a proper handheld, but you can put it in the dock. So it'd be like a hybrid between the Switch and the 3DS almost, because it's kind of like more fixed portable. Yeah, but you can put it in the dock. Dock to charge it. it. Okay, got you. But it, so it won't output graphics and, and it'll still probably output. You just you'll have to use a pro controller. Or you won't be able to take joy, the things or more joy cons or whatever. Yeah. Okay. Got you. So, but it'll be cheaper possibly mm. because you won't have to pay for the because the dock is probably the most expensive part. Yeah, I'm gonna say, but that's like ninety quid by itself. Yeah. I think, and and we we mentioned quite probably last year wasn't it about Japan having that dockless version. So, we'll we'll see. Um, so, so yeah, we. I think we haven't really talked about Google Stadia much, but that's um, the thing. The thing is happening. That has been announced to have Destiny Two, yes, uh, on it, and also since the last podcast, I think it was actually the night of the podcast. Um, Destiny Two has announced cross save. Yeah, yeah, I think you said that happened literally after we got yeah. off, off air. Um, so they've had cross save and Sony literally was last minute in agreement of course but everyone else was fine with it so if you like get a google stadia you'll be able to take your playstation or your xbox character across i'm interested about this google stadia thing i'm not saying we necessarily get one but i'm keeping my eye on it because you know google are a bit of a powerhouse they could probably get some you know licensing deals done um yeah it might be a cheap way relatively cheap way to play some of your games on a you know in a different location rather than take your bloody console with you. Uh, unless you've got a Switch. That's a bit easier. There are 28 games on here so far for Google Stadia. They are Assassin's Creed Odyssey, Baldur's Gate 3, which got a trailer, mm-hmm. Borderlands 3, The Crew 2, Darksiders Genesis, which is the new Darksiders game, mm-hmm. Destiny 2, The Division 2, Doom Eternal, Dragon Ball Universe 2, Elder Scrolls Online, Farming Simulator 19, Sweet. Final Fantasy 15, Football Manager 2020, which is next year's Football Manager. Mm-hmm. Get Packed. Don't know what that is. Ghost Recon Breakpoint. Grid. 
Glit, which is a Google Stadia exclusive. Okay. It's spelled G-Y-L-T. Guilt. Guilt. I think it's guilt, but with a Y instead of a Just Dance 2020. Yeah, it's Also available on the Wii. Um, Metro Exodus, Mortal Kombat 11, NBA 2K, Power Rangers, Power Rangers Battle for the Grid. Power Rangers. Hey man, you got to beat up them putties and re uh, skeet. Or, yeah, re skeet. Well, no, not re. Rita Repulsor. That's the one. Rage Rita two. Skeeter. I don't know. That's Rage two. Else. Samurai <laughs> Showdown. Thumper. Possibly not based on the bunny. Yeah. Tomb Raider trilogy. Trials Rising and Wolfenstein: The Young Blood are all the. So games they've got big names. Them. They've got cross companies that they're not you know exclusively one company or anything. So yeah, I'll, I'll keep me on this Google Stadia thing. Um... What else? Is there anything else to talk about, Bash? No, no. I've got to go to bed soon, so I've got to get up soon. Yeah, I've got to go and finish this bloody presentation. Um, yes, yeah, so we will hopefully be back soon again. Yes. Um, it's got to that point in the year where I'm done with teaching and marking. <laughs> so hopefully, a bit more free, hopefully you'll sort out whatever's going on God knows with what's your going work timetables and whatever. God um, knows. But yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll try and keep you up to date as possible. And I'm off next week. Uh, I'm available for days before we go to uh, Liverpool. Uh, and then the week after, I'm working wherever I'm working, wherever the fuck's going on with that. Mm -hmm. And then I've got another week off in two weeks. Okay, well, we'll sort it. Like, 8th of July to like something else, I'm off. So At the very it. least, we'll Which see Which I will then. be doing my 24-hour gaming marathon, but I'm doing it from home this year. I'm okay. not going to well, the fucking pub. I haven't got any plans, I might join you for it as Hurrah. much as I can. Um, at the very least, if we're not here in a couple of weeks, whatever, we'll see you next May or June for E4. <laughs> um, <laughs> when we get the next episode out. Um, but other than that, I think that's it. That's it. It's goodbye from me. And goodbye from me. Bye.